I just found out when I was doing my little bit of Wayne research that Khaled did the suffix. Oh, he did the suffix? Yeah, because the version that I had, the nigga never had no uh, no ad-libs on it or no, like, no drops. So, like, the suffix, the original suffix, got all the drops. It's like DJ Khaled, like, DJ Khaled, diamonds on my neck. You know what I mean? But <laughs> that joint ain't on the version I had. The version I had ain't like that. Yeah, I saw that shit. Try to drink that shit with yeah. the rhythm. Yeah, and I think, uh, I mean, that's the thing. The one, the one I saw, it didn't really have that many transitions or anything like that. It was just like, well, it had transmit transitions, but I guess it was like whatever DJ, you know, decided to host it. But I think that was the big thing back then is because, like, you know, Wayne would actually do a mixtape and, like, you know, give it to a DJ to host or they would pay or he would pay them to host it or whatever. And uh, other DJs would get that same shit and then kind of make their own mixtape over it put their own drops and everything like that over the beats and shit like that. So he even had like something where he addressed that in the mixtape. He was like, yeah, it's an issue with all y'all fake ass DJs, stealing shit from the real nigga DJs and putting all my shit on there. But he said, but you know what, dog? If I was you, I'd be doing the same shit too. The fuck? Hell yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right. He's not, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he's the man of the people, man. Plus the way he probably sees it is like, man, shit, y'all spreading out my music, so. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it all still worked for that nigga. Yeah. Damn. You heard that shit? What was that? That was the cats. These niggas just went at each other. Damn. Yeah, it was wild. So, anyway. Yeah, this nigga Khaled, though, he been a meme. He's good at that. That's good for him. It never been a bad thing for him. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a promoter, man. I mean, the thing is, yo, like, I like I like watching him host shows, man. Because, like... <laughs> like, awards and shit? Yeah, like award shows and stuff like that. Like this dude was actually even hosting the fucking uh this dude was hosting the Overwatch League, dog. The fucking fucking esports league. This nigga was like hosting the fucking like the, the championship games and shit like that. So we kinda respect kinda respect that because <laughs> niggas can agree like that. I think esports definitely got uh, a couple of moves that they need to be making and I think that they need more attention to what they're doing. So yeah. it's kinda cool. You could like call it for that. I mean, don't get me wrong. They probably just gave him the bag. It's not like he probably gave a fuck. But I mean, but granted, they they building stadiums for this shit. I mean, fuck it, man. It's worth it. Worth the time. And then plus, yeah. I think, but I, th- I think that's also like you know, he still goes to show his hosting chops. You know what I mean? They hired him to fucking to host this shit. You know what I mean? So, yep, yep. You know, I, I know, he, I know he did one of those big award shows at some point. So, but I don't know. It's crazy. I remember Beyonce took him on tour. He was actually opening up for Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. Come a long um, way. Niggas come a long way. Yeah. yeah, from fucking DJing in a fucking, like, record store in New Orleans. The fucking out here chilling, making food for Salt Bay and shit. <laughs> Introduced half of America to Dubai and shit. Yeah. Where, um, where's where's DJ California? He's Middle Eastern, right? He's got to be, right? Yeah, he's Middle Eastern, but he's, I think I'm... I mean, but he's American, obviously, but he's a Middle Eastern descent. So. I don't even know if he is American. I think he might be like, I think he might be an immigrant. <laughs> but really? I don't know. I don't fucking know, bro. I mean, whatever. Don't matter. <laughs> it really don't. It really don't. I just was laughing back in the day when everybody kept saying that nigga was Puerto Rican. I'm like, come on, bro. Khaled, nah, dog. Are you serious? My man, I mean, my man's name is Khalid, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, come on, bro. 
<laughs> Yo, this is this the crazy this is the crazy part, right? Yo, his, he he's got the same first and last name. <laughs> Khalid, hey, Khalid. Nah, his Khalid. name is Khalid Muhammad Khalid. I was about to say Khalid Muhammad Khalid. Y'all, I swear to God, because Muhammad <laughs> is the only other name you can have in Muslim. Like, damn, that's funny. Khalid Muhammad Khalid. That's wow, dog. Yo, he, he had no choice but to be who he is, man. Hey, Khalid, nigga. This this nigga had another one, dog. Another <laughs> Khaled, one. another one. Khalid. <laughs> Can you imagine in school, dog? <laughs> nah, he, they probably had to, he probably had to use like Muhammad or something like that just to kind of. Uh, What's your last name, Khalid? Another one. <laughs> another one. Nah, he was actually, yo, he's, he's an American citizen, man. Born in Louisiana. And his parents are Palestinian. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I knew the that. plot thickens. Yeah. But what's funny about that is like, that nigga, he don't, he, I don't know. I ain't even going to say it. I ain't even going to say it. I was about to say that nigga. I could definitely see him being an immigrant, though, based on the way he be acting. He a wild boy. Yeah. But I guess he not. Whatever. No judgment from here. Nah, man. Listen, man. You running around. You getting it, man. Mm-hmm. He's everywhere. Hell yeah. Uh, shit, let's intro this bitch. Uh, yeah. Fuck my name. Fuck his name. We just two of the realists. This is another edition of the uh, Ghost of the Real Nigga Podcast. Welcome, folks. Yeah, welcome. Um, another exciting edition, 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 edition. So, now nah, it's funny. I remember back in uh, in middle school. I used to, not even middle school. I think this is like fucking like elementary school. You know, like you know, talking about music, and this girl used to always like refer to new edition, and she used to always say new audition. All the time. And I was like, I'm pretty sure it's new edition. No, it's new audition. I'm like, nah, new audition. What me and the niggas was doing the other day in the talent show. New edition. <laughs> it's like when I was a young boy and I used to say soda. Soda. Yeah. Or how in Chicago, man, they say pop. Yeah. They say a lot of shit in Chicago, honestly. Niggas say duck yo taco now. Duck yo taco? Mm-hmm. What the hell is a duck yo taco? Like, uh, basically like, if you dodging the smoke, you trying to duck your taco. I heard you was out there ducking your taco, you bitch ass nigga. Oh, so you, oh man, so yeah, you ordered that taco. You better eat that taco, bitch. Is that, is that what they saying? I don't know, bro. I don't know the derivative of half of these shits. I mean, I, mean, I didn't know they had tacos in Chicago. I pretty, I was pretty sure that was one of the one places where Mexicans didn't make it to. But nah, they there too, bro. Nah, Chicago. I mean, is one of those world cities. Like before, it's a deep dish town. <laughs> a deep dish town. Yeah, I guess so too. But nah, it's just funny because, uh, I don't know, it's weird because I guess before, like, you know, media is what it is and the emergence of the internet and shit like that. Chicago was just a major city just because of broadcasting because niggas had to put towers there just to reach everybody in middle middle America and shit like that. So, so that was like one of those media hubs and shit. So I guess, you, I don't know, maybe a few minutes. They was making cars there. out there for the longest. So it was like, you know, GM based out there. So they had like a big, uh, they had like a big, they were like big, they were like representative of middle America and industrial America because all the factory jobs and shit. Yeah. And they're having the fucking Sears Tower and shit like that. A work of art fucking, what is it, like engineering wise and architecturally and whatever. All that bullshit. That shit dead now. So that's why Flint, Michigan don't got no water and the rest of the places <laughs> up and don't nobody want to go there. Yeah. God is Big Sean out there. Um, Niggas should have been making spaceships. Man, so Elon Musk, huh? Why is he trending? What's up with his baby? Uh, he named his kid 
a series of sounds and symbols and numbers. Yeah. It's, uh, why Why you do that? I've seen a lot of memes making fun of it, but I didn't know that that was the case uh, that was actually happening. Uh, why he do that? Uh, I don't know. I guess it was a decision between, uh, well, as he liked to say, his partner and uh, himself. So, because the mom is a uh, singer Grimes. So, but yeah, it's like X. I don't know though. I can't even pronounce the shit, man. It's just it's shit's. It's like X A. Yeah, whatever. But that's cool. But, yeah, I mean, my in my in my opinion, I probably think that that's not even really the kid's name. I think that's just an alias they gave the kid. The kid probably has like a very normal name, but I think like they want the kid to kind of go under the radar, at least for like the first like fifteen years, you know. Well, they didn't do a good job by naming him a meme. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that's really the kid's name. You know what I mean? I think that's like that. You know, that that's the public name. You know what I mean? Because niggas running with the story, but. And like somebody like really took a picture of the birth certificate was like, you know, true know, shit really did that. You know what I mean? So, so I think, I think like a lot of celebrities do that with their kids and shit like that. Like fucking like, you know, the Kardashian and Kanye West kids and shit like that. Like, you know, Northwest, you know, Saint, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, that, that could, that probably, that could very well be their name, but I don't know. I'm thinking it's probably another thing that they got going on there, man. So they probably given them their, their aliases already and shit like that, you know, so word that's, that's just a theory i'm just thinking you know like you know that shit just made me like fucking not even want to think or talk about celebrities no more that's all because <laughs> i mean it's, get, it's getting people to talk about it you know what i mean so if you get people like an odd name like michael jackson named his kid blanket yeah that nigga name wasn't blanket that name was right that nigga name was rodney so <laughs> <laughs> He just say he just called him blanket on TV, man, just to get y'all motherfuckers to talk about it, man. So, yeah, so. that's marketing, man. That's marketing, man. It's cachet and clout, man. So, I don't know, man. So I think uh, I saw a fucking Ice Cube said recently in an interview in an interview that America's Most Wanted went platinum off of one single. I was like, wait, didn't Easy E call the White House when that record come came out? And got Something like, like he got. I think he. I'm pretty sure he called the White House and got like mad free pub just for doing that. So it's like, yeah, you could say it was one single, but no, nah, niggas was out there wilding on that marketing, bro. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I think it just happened to be everything. But I think when you know, back in the day, I think songs are like big events, especially back then. You know what I mean? Like now, you know, niggas. Don't no, but it wasn't off. even that song. Like these niggas was like they were shocking America, nigga. It wasn't yeah. like. These was the first. These was the original ski mask AK forty seven niggas. So, it wasn't just one single. No, y'all niggas had a viral video. <laughs> y'all niggas yeah. had a fucking a, a manager slash marketer in Easy E who was coming up with all types of crazy ass ideas. So, yeah, man, I don't know. And it's not like they wasn't like like I didn't even watch the movie. So most niggas probably know more about their story than I do, but. Man, don't be sitting here talking about it was just one single that got y'all niggas fucking. Nah, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't one single, but I think every song that they dropped actually had major impact and shit like that. You know what I mean? So outside of the impact that they had like locally in their culture, I guess they were able to actually kind of just you know bottle it up and ship it out. Uh, Once it was like that shit, pretty much like that captured the mood of a whole like 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 time period. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit with the Rodney King shit, and then the game. Shit, 
and all of that in the 80s with LA and then, you know, with, with TV being what it was and celebrities being what they was. And them niggas was just shining a light on, you know, that, that dark underbelly of all of that shit. Yeah. But, and then, like I said, you know, the frequency of the music actually coming out, man. So if a single came out and that shit slapped, that shit like really slapped because, you know, right now we're inundated with all types yeah. of music and shit like that. So like, you know, the impact of some shit, you know, like, you know, the, the biggest and best thing you can drop some shit, but man, you, you may you may have so much shit on your fucking musical plate and palette that you just like, nah, I'll get to that shit when I get to it. But back then, you know, music didn't come out as frequently, so some shit came out. You were pretty much bumping that shit, so the next joke came out for the most part. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. so, it was the radio. So, was now, the that, radio. that was that was before mixtapes. You know what I mean? Like, well, that you had mixtapes, but not you know when the, the mixtape scene got crazy. You know, but. Man, no, that was that was bef- that was back when you was just depending on radio and your tapes. Yeah. And like back then, when a nigga said mixtape, because I believe me, I was doing it too. When a nigga said mixtape, that meant they was listening to the radio and dubbing they shit off the That's radio. It. Remember that? Yeah, dog. Shit. Well, remember, you know, I mean, he's only sixteen, man. Those freestyles, I used to do do the same shit, man. Oh Fucking, yeah, like, I, I would actually Cosmic Kev Friday yeah. night fire. Oh man! Out here yeah. fucking record, recording the fucking come up show on tapes and shit, fucking giving yeah. that shit out to the homies and shit. Yeah, man. Strictly skills, big. How, how far we've come, man, from from there to fucking, you know, <laughs> the top, <laughs> the top two two most popular rappers in that time having battles. You see that Nelly versus uh, Luda battle? Oh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure some of us probably found you and shit like that. So. Nah, it hasn't, and I'm glad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, ain't really much to it. I mean, it's Nelly versus Ludacris. I mean, these dudes just made a bunch of fucking just poppy club songs and shit like that, so more of a party, but, I mean, they couldn't have found any two niggas to really go against each other that are practically the same dude, you know what I mean, so. Hell yeah, I was listening to Ludacris the other night, and I got tired of it real fast, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I think – uh. I think that that's that's just fucking hilarious. Ludacris and Nelly. That's why. Yeah. Shit. Did they have a good turnout? Yeah, man. I had a, like a at least when I when I jumped in there for a bit, I think it had like a, somewhere around like a half million. Yeah, about a half million people in there. Hell yeah! Them niggas had hit. No, they had a ton of ton of hits. This nigga Nelly had a had a diamond album, dog. Oh yeah, definitely. On a de- on a debut, you know what I mean? On the debut oh. and shit, so. This nigga Nelly, he still he had a lot of shit, bro. He had number yeah. one, <laughs> <laughs> which was number one, but that was actually like single number four <laughs> on the album. You know what I mean? So the fourth single was number one. Number you know one, I mean? and that nigga actually, you know what I mean? The album went platinum a few times off the other singles that came before. Yes, sir. Oh man, yes, sir. But, but honestly, I used to hate Nelly sometimes though, because they used to run that shit all the time, like. When Hot in Here came out, dog, oh, my God, dog. That's the only time. That's when I stopped, really, you know what I mean? That's when I was like, all right, he not mine no more. Because back in the day, you know how I used to be when you get your little artists and shit? You'd be like, yeah, I fuck with this nigga. Remember? Yeah. All right, I don't know if you'll remember, but that's how I was with, like, Sha Stimuli. <laughs> I was the only <laughs> fucking whole entire planet listening to that nigga as far as I was concerned. And it wasn't not one nigga out here who ever heard of him that I didn't put on. So... The way I saw it was that's my artist, nigga. I'm 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 pushing for that nigga. But but best believe me, the second that everybody else started listening to him, I'm off that shit. I don't even know why kids is like that, man. Didn't he get signed to uh 
Man, we got something somewhere. Nah, you know, I'm thinking about graph, actually. Oh, uh, yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember. Stimuli getting shot nowhere. Yeah. Graph. Uh, Where graph gets signed to? I think he got, after Dame Dash left, uh, after Rockefeller split, he ended up going, he ended up signing with Dame. But, you see how how for everybody that did that for the most part. <laughs> I mean, the only dudes, eh, the only one that kind of did it was what Beans, but Beans is weird because he low key straddled defense. You know what I mean? <laughs> he kind of straddled defense because uh, he went with Dane, but I don't know. He still was able to reach out to Jay and shit to get shit done. Remember on Beans was the last album. This motherfucker had a track with R. Kelly. On Beans album, single, yeah. Wow, I didn't know about that. Yeah, actually, man. What was the name of this track, man? Fucking Beanie and R. Kelly. Was, I don't even uh, think audience don't need to know about that shit. You don't need to <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, what's the name? All of, all the above, man. Featuring R. Kelly. <laughs> wow. I was oh, man. To, uh, I was listening to some Devin the Dude yesterday. Oh man. Yo, Devin the dude go hard. He yeah, got, man. He got this one track with Snoop Dogg and Andre 3000. That shit was dumb fire. I was going to send it to you, but I was like, yeah, I'll send that to, to another time and shit. It was like three in the morning or something. But yeah, that shit was fire, though. He make a bunch of like music just about smoking weed. So Yeah. I mean, that's funny because he's one of those underground guys. He's like one of those like favorite rappers, favorite rapper type of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Ali, like he was on fucking, this nigga was on Best of Both Worlds. Like, like the only nigga, the only nigga outside of a Rockefeller nigga to feature on the album. I'm like, really? But you know, he'd always be all over Snoop shit. Mm-hmm. I remember he had this one track, uh, <laughs> this shit called Clean. <laughs> oh no, he had this track called Broccoli and Cheese. <laughs> and the hook was like, girl, this dick is so clean. His dick is so clean, you can eat it with your broccoli and cheese. <laughs> I was like, yo. But it's wow. funny because he he says, like, I don't know, it's, it's almost like he's almost some, like, too short shit, but he'd be flowing, though, like crazy. That's funny as fuck. Wow. Um, yo, you think Bobby Schmurter is in jail right now? Looking at 6ix9ine, like, damn. Probably should have told. <laughs> Maybe. But I think Bobby Schmurter's situation is completely different. I think he actually knew and grew up with those guys. And I feel honestly, I feel like Bobby, Bobby Schmurter's case, I feel like him being who he was and kind of coming up the way that he came up, I feel mm-hmm. like he actually uh, – I feel like he was kind of targeted, actually. Granted, like, you know, they were already doing – like, they were probably – Huh? Well, why, because he was Haitian or whatever? Not, not even that, but I think it's just that, you know, like you have a up-and-coming – like, all right, so th- that's the thing. Bobby Smurda situation it was more more of an organic type of thing, right? You got an up and coming dude who's from a neighborhood who's in a gang that is basically a, a bunch of friends. It's not necessarily like any, any quote unquote, you know, national sect of another gang and shit like that. You know what I mean? Who's in a gang whose friends have obviously been involved in some shit. And then he's coming up. And we don't know if he's necessarily down with it, but we Did just know this. Ago? I don't know what yeah, well, yeah, I mean, granted, he dry snitched on himself on the track and shit like that, too. But uh, but even outside of that, you know, like, he's picking up steam. And I guess the way the city probably saw it was that, man, like, yo, we don't need a nigga like this. 
being rich as fuck, you know, you know, like, I, you know, I, I really feel like, you know, they were trying to target, he got targeted because they want to actually stem any shit that will kind of come from that, be it good or bad, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, because you don't know, man, he could have, he could have made the come up, you know what I mean, got some mentorship, put it back in the hood, you know what I mean, had a whole cosign and shit like that, put it all together and shit like that, or, you know, nigga could have got his money, been like 6 9 like X out here just wilding and shit like that, and, you know. Or could have been like uh, could have been like Juice World, with planes full of drugs and shit. Yeah, but you but you never know. I mean, but New York, I mean, they they're known for having the whole fucking hip hop police type of shit. So they got a unit specifically, you know. I mean, watching rappers just you know just waiting to catch niggas slipping anyway. So and they 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 caught they caught this nigga before. Yeah, you know I mean, they caught this nigga slipping under the door. You know what I mean? So. Well, here's a here's a tip to all of our audience. Don't snitch on yourselves, you stupid motherfuckers. If y'all going to sit here and talk about the shit that you've done, don't do it no more. Like stop doing it and then talk about it. Don't fucking talk about it and then go do that shit that night and then talk about it again the next day. That's yeah. stupid. That's very yeah, stupid. I, mean, I know about putting your life and putting your love on wax, man, but uh I don't know, dog. <laughs> Or at least like alternate, like sell drugs every summer and then write rhymes the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? That way you can keep it fresh for yourself. Yeah, I mean, like, don't don't just don't just dry snitch and continue. You know, that. rap about your last re up. You know what I mean? Talk about how you took the advance before. You know what I mean? To kind of flip into <laughs> putting it in the street and get your money back and doing the album and everything like that. So, I mean, but, or just yeah, or just be like six nine and just finesse it all. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, damn, that's the thing. So you never, you never watched uh, Daredevil on Netflix. So, but just to put, just to paint a picture. So, spoiler alert: season three, this nigga Kingpin goes to jail and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets locked. You know what I mean? In there with the FBI and everything like that. But it gets to the point to where he's in prison, and somebody tries to kill him in prison. So they're like, "Damn, we can't just leave him in prison because the nigga's too big of a criminal. So we got to put him somewhere." So he's so they're like, you know what? Fuck it, man. We got to get some information from this nigga. So let's just treat him good. They put this nigga away in the fucking penthouse suite and you know what I mean, some like major hotel in the fucking middle of the city. So then what this nigga proceeds to do is blackmail all the cops around him. So essentially, he made the fucking FBI <laughs> his personal bodyguards and shit like that. So and he's supposedly on house arrest, but because he had these niggas like fucking blackmail. That nigga was leaving the place whenever he wanted to. So this nigga had the federal government protecting him. And this nigga was just still out here doing his thing and fucking being a kingpin and shit like that. So I think that's how Takashi low-key finessed it and shit like that, you know? I don't know if he necessarily has, like, you know, special federal or, you know, protection or anything like that. or But either way, I think he's just such a commodity that, you know, fucking – Whoever he signed with, whoever his agents is, whoever has any money invested in that, I mean, they're going to get top dollar because, man, that ROI is going to be crazy, man. I mean, it already is crazy. I mean, the nigga's been back a couple weeks and the nigga's already fucking breaking his chatter and fucking records on fucking social media and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. I would definitely, uh, I would invest. I, I would definitely get down. Speaking of investments, how do you feel about investing right now? Would you be, Would you, have you regained your confidence in the, uh, the American financial system? Uh, yes and no. I mean, you're not, you're never, you're not really going to know how things are going to really shake out until like a few months from now. Uh, 
So I guess like if you're kind of following the trends of the market, you know, from day to day, it's a little shaky. I mean, the market's up. I mean, but you know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? It is always going to come back up. You know what I mean? So that's just the general trend. You know what I mean? It's never going to come down. I mean, so. I mean, as long as we hear, it's never going to come down. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, unless it all comes tumbling down, but obviously it all hasn't. So, you know, but, uh, well, my mom told you can't me invest, but the main thing I guess is kind of just you can't invest, but I think invest in yourself. But I think if anything, I would I wouldn't unless you can afford it, don't 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 get too risky. You know what I mean? Because well, know, yeah, that's what I was say. My mom told me that niggas is uh niggas is extending this unemployment shit mm-hmm. to like January, I think she said. So uh the people who get in all of this bread. That's why I asked, what the fuck are they going to do with it? I know what the fuck I'm going to do with it. But, <clears throat> yeah, motherfuckers is coming until Jan. If motherfuckers are sitting in the crib all day until January, just basically collecting money, like, yeah, you definitely should be investing in something right now. But, but then again, I mean, you can say invest, but when you invest, you can't touch that money. A lot of niggas need that money to survive, you know what I mean? So, because, uh, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, cause that's the thing. You got to think, all right, the economy's down 30, 30 million motherfuckers just like fall for unemployment. Right. That, but you got to think that's probably even really 60 million motherfuckers that's unemployed. Cause you got to account for the niggas that, you know, can't fall for unemployment because uh, you know what I mean? Have a job in the first place or the niggas didn't have a job for long enough to be able to qualify. Exactly. Certain niggas that worked at my job, but they wasn't there for six months. So they didn't qualify. You know what I mean? So you, you got to think about those people. Then you got to think about the motherfuckers that like <laughs> that's working under the table that ain't even get paid on the books and shit like that. So you know what I mean? So whatever arrangement they had, I mean, they still may be getting something, but you know, maybe not. You know what I mean? Then you got to think about the motherfuckers that's here illegally that you know ain't really checked on account on the books and shit like that, shit like that. So it's I don't know. It's crazy because. You have to wait for a few more months to kind of see what the impact really is, because when you're watching everything going on day to day and everything now, companies are kind of making decisions. But it's really based on, you know, whether the niggas come out and decide that they want to, you know, spend money they don't have anymore. And I feel like once they realize how how much this shit's kind of retracted, uh, how much money motherfuckers ain't really going to be spending. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be even more cutbacks. You know what I mean? So it's going to be like kind of a perpetual thing. So we're end up having a double dip before we even kind of rebound again. You know what I mean? So this shit ain't really quite bottomed out yet. So we didn't see the bottom. Like this shit is, you know, slowly falling. Like the market itself, you know, the market is the market. You know what I mean? Like that's going to always go. They're going to find a reason to have confidence in that type of shit. You know what I mean? So most of it, what they do, that's why they're giving so much money away to keep stimulating yeah. that. Exactly. So like, so that that's going to be what it is either way. But uh, at the end of the day, there's still going to have to be some for – the, for the average person, <clears throat> it's going to be a bit of a climb, you know what I mean? So, And I don't necessarily know if I see too much in the way of relief coming for people now because even though they say they want to keep the employment benefits going up until the end of the year, I mean, it's a lot of motherfuckers that don't want to see that shit happen, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of motherfuckers that's like, nah, man, if we need to cut this shit, these niggas need to get back to work. If you need to come back for fucking six dollars an hour and minimum wage, you need to do that shit. You know what I mean? So, well, a lot of the states, <clears throat> a lot of the states are letting uh, stay-at-home orders expire. Yeah, which well, Trump is very. Trump is actually happy about that shit. 
But DC DC is not though. DC is like they 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 working rapidly to renew that shit. They trying to keep their shit shut until the end of the summer. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's you know, you got two different methods you can do it. You know what I mean? You can kind of see you could just go out and see what happens. Uh or you can go out and or you can play it safe, you know what I mean? So I mean, granted, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't anyway. So I mean, I think you end up finding some shit in the middle to where because obviously in the huge populated areas, that shit's going to come back slower than it's going to come back quicker. You know what I mean? So, because at the end of the day, niggas still don't want this shit floating around unless niggas is just willing to deal with it and shit like that. But even with the shit floating right. around, this whole social distancing, super, super sterile environments and shit like that, like, this shit's not going to fucking pick up as much as it used to be and shit. Yeah, I mean, that's dependent on how niggas market it and how niggas decide to attack it. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm going to New Hampshire. I'm going to New Hampshire next week. Uh, and these niggas is opening their shit up. It should actually, all of the restaurants should be completely open by the time I get there. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I'm staying in a hotel. Uh, yeah. I'm catching a plane. Um, My nigga that I'm going to go visit works in a restaurant. So yeah, I'm assuming that it's going to be business as usual while I'm there. I'm, I'm assuming that coronavirus is going to be minimal as far as the topic of discussion. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because it hasn't really hit everywhere the same way and shit, so. <clears throat> just, it just so happens, you know, you happen to be that place where <laughs> nobody's actually really traveled that often and nobody, you know, more or less secluded for the most part. So, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll I see. Mean, I mean, like I said, you throughout this year, you're going to start to see more tourism and shit like that within the country, yeah. so. And the more the places you're gonna be able to go first are gonna be the places that open up first. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I feel like niggas can go anywhere. It's just what can you do when you get there? That's all. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, but that's the thing. So it's not really unless it's some place that's scenic, or you got family there or something like that. Ain't no use going and no fucking visit no other city if all the bars and restaurants and everything are closed and shit like that. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean. I mean that's, that's uh, you know, certain people don't do all that shit. Some people just go to the park. Some people, yeah, go I mean, to the- I mean, you can go to the park and shit like that. That's true, but I mean, like you said, hotels. I think that's even a big thing too, right? Because aren't hotels shut down in some places and shit like that and vacancies and shit? So I don't know, bro. I'm just assuming <laughs> the best. I'm kind of going as I go. Like yeah. this whole shit, I can't. I can't afford to be extra aware about the whole thing because then I'm just going to be like. uh I'm going to be like planning my steps too heavily and shit rather than just taking my steps. So yeah, yeah I'll walk out and see what happened. I ain't going to get caught on the fucking cruise ship though, but you know, I will definitely, uh, I'm gonna jump on this plane and see what happened. <laughs> I mean, the but, planes, I mean, now it's probably the time to fly. Cause ain't nobody flying and shit like that. So yeah. Plus, you know, a bunch of niggas is flying anyways. So it's cheap as shit right now too. So, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah man. But, Yo, I woke up fucking... I woke up to the most biggest bullshit. I want to get into the shit I disrespect real quick. All right. I woke up with a fucking coupon from Vans. Vans, I ain't got no fucking more respect for you. I'm not buying nothing else from you ever. Um, Damn, really? Yeah, straight up. And you know, I've been supporting Vans for years. I've been buying shoes and doubles and triples and shit. Now... I woke up to a 30% off coupon. It was like, make sure you use it on the day. It's the last day. It expires. I was like, all right, cool. I went to go log in and shit. 
it wouldn't let me log in. I'm like, all right. So I wanted to go like reset my password so I could log in. So it wouldn't let me log in. All right. So I have a second John. So I go, matter of fact, I went to, I went to Facebook, but I knew my Facebook would go to my second email or whatever. But I was like, that's cool. So I go to my Facebook. It was actually linked. So it wasn't the second one. It was the first one. So it was all good. I go to my Facebook. I'm logged in now. So I go buy some sneaks, $40. I'm supposed to get my 30% off. I'm looking every step along the way. I'm like, where do I apply this motherfucking coupon? Where do I apply this coupon? Every step of the way. Finally, I'm scrolling down, reading the fine print. It's like uh, the 30% will be applied at checkout. I'm like, all right, cool. I keep going. I keep going. Finally, I know this is the last step. I scroll up to the top of the page. Top of the page says, it says, it says, uh, checkout, like red. And then it says review right after that, like transparent. So I'm like, okay, I'm on the checkout step. I'm going to move over to the review step. So I hit place order, which is obviously I'm concerned about. I hit place order. It's like, bam, thank you. Your order successfully placed. Da, 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 da. If you need any help, contact. Da, da, da. I'm like, we're having a fucking review. All right. I'm mad now. I ain't get my motherfucking thing applied. I just spent $40 and I didn't want to have to spend. So I scroll down. I'm sitting there looking like, all right, let me cancel this shit real quick. Let me cancel this shit. No cancel. I look all over <laughs> the website. No cancel. I go to my, uh, I go to the contact John. I go to the uh, support John. I go to everything. You no fucking cancel. Finally, I send these niggas an email. They hit me back like, yeah, we'll get back to you in 48 to 72 hours. And then I fucking go to, uh, I go to put, they, they was like, what's the reason for your email? I was like, cancel. They had it at the top. I was like, cancel. These niggas was like, uh, the way our system is set up, you can't cancel. Just return it. And my joint, my whole message that I wrote was all about, yo, don't make me have to fucking receive and return these joints because I'm already <laughs> two hours, my nigga. I don't want to waste no more money. I don't want to waste no more time. If I have to fucking get these joints and then pay to ship them back to you, I will never buy anything from you again. Dead ass. And that's what I said. And I'm one of those types of customers. I expect niggas to hear stuff like that. But they ain't going to yeah. that. Fuck y'all niggas, man. I ain't never buying shit from y'all. Fuck that. Why would you set your website up that you can't cancel a fucking order? Every other website in the fucking world allows you to cancel an order five minutes afterward. Like, come on, man. So, yeah, my bad. Man. I don't know, man. Niggas are struggling, man. And now I got twenty five dollars on my account, and I done bought some fucking sneakers that I don't even want. <laughs> nah, dog. I don't know, man. Aren't bands American made too? Man, I don't give a fuck about America. That shit don't uh, mean. I don't got no nah. no fucking no flags and no fucking no 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 territories. Nah, well, I guess it's just a, it's a general uh, observation I make of like at least like American made shit. Is that shit's always fucking delayed, man. The shit's always like has problems. They always only make the shit made to order. You can't get the shit when you want it. You know what I mean? It's like it's always just some shit. You know what I mean? Like, and it's on you. It's always the onus on you, the customer, to kind of have to like make up or compromise with yourself and with them in terms of like you know the shit that they fucking made. You know what I mean? Because like they're not yeah. always ready and on deck and the shit's so not like you know not not always up to snuff sometimes, man. That shit kind of pisses me off, bro. And so, they want to encourage you to buy American on top of all yeah. of that. I'm yeah, like, so if, oh, niggas, man, I can go to China and get this shit for half the price, man. Fuck y'all. <laughs> half the price and half the time. Yeah. <laughs> At the same quality. That's the thing. And that's the, the fucking, and that's, that's the issue, man. It's just like, damn, dog. A nigga all the way overseas can get me some shit for half the price that you can make it quicker than you and give me the same exact shit that you would have gave me. 
No, well, no, you would have gave me a little bit more. You would have gave me a ass to kiss at the same time with that shit. But, you you know? must. <laughs> you then you, you would have made me pay taxes in your motherfucking city. So. Wherever you at. I don't know, man. I, I kind of don't fuck with that shit, man. That's, that's some shit I just, that's that shit I don't like. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Straight up. So you ready to get into the uh, year to win? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, okay. my brother. All right, for the audience, for you guys, who we haven't acknowledged throughout this whole episode, probably, uh, we just want to let y'all know, man, Lil Wayne is the shit, so we taking the time to salute that, man. Every episode, every day, it's all, Lil Wayne Day. All 2020, <laughs> year of the Wayne. Exactly, so welcome to the year of the Wayne, man. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, let me let me kick this kick this off, man. So, last time we were on, we are talking about the Drought 3. Uh, so... I didn't realize he got up to a drop five and shit like that. That's wild. But, okay. Okay. <laughs> but 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 from the drop three, we got the uh, seat down low beat that he went over. Here we go. He says, "I'll be with Jim Jones and we be balling, balling. Yeah, baby, we balling like Rollins and Spalding. Pint of DJ Screw in that Hawaiian. I'm leaning like a three-legged lion climbing right to the top of the motherfucking mountain, counting." I'ma need an accountant to count it. Manny got the fucking beat pounding. It's pounding. But it was just lost until I found it. I found it. Stole it like a scoundrel. Holly Grove hounded. Put this bitch to sleep fucking right. I nightgowned it. This nigga's stupid. He say, did he say leaning like a three-legged lion? Yeah. three okay. Leaning like a three-legged lion climbing. A mountain and shit. This nigga wild. Kind okay. of DJ screwing that Hawaiian. Is he talking Tahitian or Hawaiian? Hawaiian Kush, maybe? Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch. There we go. Yeah, Hawaiian Punch. Wow. Damn, dog. They getting in like that. Yeah, man. That lean. (laughs) You know he sipped that lean. Uh, Keep mine real short. (laughs) This is from uh, 500 Degrees, because you know I'd be all about that old shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Look at me. Circa 2002 shit. My nigga said... Baby about to buy me a house in the sky. I'm so fly when my feet touch the ground. Sometimes I got to ask myself why. So fly when my feet touch the ground. Sometimes I got to ask myself why. I don't know. It's funny when you look at some of those little lyrics back then and you look at the shit that he's done doing now. He was way more serious. He was way more biographical back then than he got, I guess, before he did the whole thing. Before he got in that whole rapper for hire bag of just, like, just volume. This nigga was, like, fucking a, a, a rap machine. Nigga just churning them out and shit. Yeah, I don't know if it's, uh... I don't know if it's drugs or if it's, uh, just general experience and skill and mastery. But his his vision just expanded completely. Like, his... His vision, it just got real colorful and vivid. And his fucking vocabulary just got a little bit, like, more expansive. But, yeah, he became a motherfucking a god at that shit after a little while. After a very little while. Um, I don't know. I look at it kind of like almost like an anime and shit like that. Like, that nigga, like, started off as, like, a young protagonist character and shit. And that nigga came up and was, like, getting his skills. That nigga went to New York and was like, nah, dog, I got to get the New York flow. Nigga went to New York and was battling niggas and shit. <laughs> you know, he did yeah. everything he could do, yo. And then, yeah. But they did it different. Instead of going to New York, what they did was they signed a nigga from New York. They signed a nigga <laughs> from Philly. They signed a nigga from L.A. They signed a nigga from Chicago. <laughs> and this nigga learned all of their styles. Yeah. 
Um, at least that's how I'm putting the math together now in retrospect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the year of the Wayne, man. He's the still year the, of the Wayne. Oh, I yeah. still got to get around to listen to his uh, – because he, he said he has a radio show podcast type of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, Young Money Radio, I believe. Young Money Radio? Yeah, and, like uh, I said, he did, he did Drake. He did Eminem. He had a couple people so far. Damn, that's what's up. I mean, it's funny because him and Nicki got their shit there, and then Drake got his shit there too. So, Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I they, mean, they got it hooked up. It's funny because those do that. You know what? I respect that though because he don't have to do that, and Nikki don't have to do that either. Like they don't have to get up and podcast and like talk. They just want to. So I respect yeah. that shit because that's they like they passionate about that. So I could say I could say to all of y'all listening right now, if there wasn't any potential for this to ever like become something for me and help me out in life, I wouldn't be doing this shit. So. With that said, man, go listen to their stuff, man, because they got a little bit of love. They got a little bit of love. Definitely. But that's the funny thing, though, because I thought, like, Nicki Minaj was doing the Queen Radio just because, but I didn't realize that, like, she was really going to quit rap and shit like that. I know she said she was quitting. Did she actually quit, or is, is she, like, still deciding and shit like that, I guess? Or, I know she's uh, just dropped some shit before, but is she, like, quitting, quitting, quote, unquote, unquote, I guess not putting out any albums anymore, I guess? Man, you know, you know, women, man. She, she, she gonna change her mind. She be alright. She just got married and shit, man. She got a lot of shit she going through. She probably oh yeah, to come back to the game real quick. You know how? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's probably what it is. I mean, that's probably that's probably exactly what it is. It's kind of like one of those things where it's like, man, I just got married. Let me just settle into this yeah. life before I come and give it give it back to y'all. That's yeah, the like, thing because she she is busy, one man. Pressure off me, just take this one pressure off me real quick. I imagine, man, like she's probably like. I always underestimate how big of a pop star she actually was, man. I mean, but she was like up there, you know, up there, you know what I mean? So, so I guess imagine the amount of touring and shit like that she's been doing over the years. And then I even like all the fucking, the reality show life that they fucking live and all that shit like that. That's Remy, Remy, my brother to my attention. Just like you said, reality show life. A person like her, she can't go nowhere without like four hour makeup job. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. A day, a day for her has got to be a whole like thing. She can't yeah. just get more run to the store real quick. So, yeah, dog, it, it it requires a whole lot of attention to just walk out in public. So, no, that's a superstardom because you yeah. got to have a whole, you got to have a whole uh, a whole caravan and shit just to <laughs> just to run to the store. Just to run to the store, yeah. I guess you got to have niggas do it for you. <laughs> you can't do it by yourself. That's what I mean. You don't want to be a prisoner to the shit, so maybe you do want to go to Target real quick. And you do got to <laughs> you do got to take your security guard and your husband and your nanny and your motherfucking driver and yeah. the motherfucking guy who holds you your bag because he got all the money for you and shit. Fuck, you might have another loved one who wants to go. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, I have somebody to look out for them, and you got your personal assistant. Yeah, you got yeah, you got yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so. Just because you wanted to go to Target, man, and go pick up, man. Oh, yeah, and don't forget the photographer. <laughs> Gotta have a photographer at all times on deck when you're in public. <laughs> so. And if you got photographer, you got hair and makeup. I'm just saying. It don't got to be that deep, but it's definitely not just running out to the store type of shit. Yeah. Well, that's the funny now, thing when you, see, when you see how some people address, like, you know, when you see, like, the, the, the paparazzi, like, photos, they get, like, people in Hollywood and stuff like that. 
Like you mm-hmm. see how like fucking Shia LaBeouf dresses and shit like that. It's just kind of crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, with the, the, the like, that's why I said like Nikki. Like that's why I said Remy brought it to my attention because it's a it's a female thing, that hair and makeup situation and the way that they dress and all of the shit that they got to go through. Like they fuck around and ruin their career. They come outside with no hair and makeup. Yeah, and that's the funny thing, cause with guys, man, motherfuckers go dad by, look rugged as shit and cool, and like motherfuckers think it's like the best thing ever and shit like that. Let's go viral for that. That should be dope. Yeah, <laughs> niggas get viral for just waking up and rolling out of bed and just going to the store. Women, on the other hand, they gotta actually, they gotta get, you know, like how they have this whole like athleisure look and shit like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Where women are like supposedly looking, looking good, you know. What I mean, looking, looking. Supposedly being active and working out and shit like that, but because of the expectations and shit like that, they got to fucking do their hair and nails and makeup and shit like that just to go to the gym and work out. Like, that's fucking wild. So, I mean, what can you hey, do, man? A, hey, man, this, this is what the people want, though. This is what you guys want, man. Yep, that's what y'all niggas pay for. Uh, So let me get into this 50 years shit, bro. I did the poll online. Mm-hmm. I did the poll online. And let me tell you, it was completely eye-opening, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing, right? I got like 40,000 followers, and my followers are of a very specific kind of ilk. And by that, I mean, I just got a whole lot of fucking weirdos. None of them normal. <laughs> Not one of them. Um, but out of all of them, they said, I put, is life worse than it was 50 years ago, or is it better? And I got 22 votes in like a day and these mm-hmm. niggas that uh, 11 people said worse 11 people said better so i got 50 50 my nigga i got 50, wow. 50 and then on top of that i got two comments one comment was one boy was like uh worse of course and it's not gonna get any better until jesus comes and he had like the uh like the the the, the like you know the, like the shrugging arms and shit, like come on, yeah. Like, kind of resign, resign, resign to it, I guess, almost. Or, like, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. expect, you know, what I mean? type of thing. Exactly, yeah. nigga, you know, and it's cool because I believe that. I agree with him. That's what's up. But the second nigga was like, depends what color you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that nigga too. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was funny. The people that I follow, man. Or the people that follow me, rather. So yeah, that's interesting, though. I don't know, but I kind of, I kind of gave it that, though. I mean, you saw how tight the margin was when we were looking at the graph before. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was like what, like forty-three saying better, thirty-seven saying worse. You know what I mean? So I expected pretty tight margins on that, but I don't know. And I guess it depends on your perspective, right? Because you know. If you have an expectation that things are supposed to get worse until, you know, until, you know what I mean, then, then there's going to be a problem. But then, yeah, if you're one of those people that are like, uh, if, if you're kind of basing your future based on, like, you know, how the past has been, you know, it's probably going to have been better because, like you said, it just depends on status, where you're from, where you're at, and everything like that. Like, you know, my family is in Bangladesh, you know what I mean, sleeping on the fucking, in the basement. You know what I mean? In the fucking middle of a fucking war-torn town and shit like that. And I come to America, you know what I mean? This shit's already better than it was fucking two years ago. 
This shit's already yeah. better than it was 50, 100 years ago for me. You know what I mean? So, you know, shit, this shit is better than, than I would have thought that I would ever have lived my life anyway. So, yeah, of course it's going to get better because, shit, if my situation gets better, which is going to be, it's going to be better. You know what I mean? So, but then again, for other people, you know, I guess they had this certain sort of romanticism about a time that was what everybody thought was. And, uh, you know, as things progress, or I guess, quote unquote, digress and how, you know, how they, how they would say it, you know, of course, like, yeah, shit went to shit, man. Back when I was young, back when this and this, back in my day, back in this and that, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. Um, to quote my man, Nipsey, uh, what you know about the dope game? Was you born in the eighties? Did your mama smoke cocaine? Well, my mom uh, did smoke cocaine. So, well, my mom didn't smoke cocaine either. But I remember when I was kicking it with uh, mom, and and she was like, "Yeah," she was telling me this story and shit, how the cops ran up in the joint, and she was like, "Yeah, we was kicking it. We was over there freebasing in the corner. Then you had these dudes over there doing coke over there." And then you had these dudes just smoking weed over there. And I looked at her and I was like, the fuck is freebasing? And she was like, you don't know what freebasing is? Oh, man. That was the shit. Damn. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn. All right. That's what's up. And I still don't, to this day, you know, I ain't really uh, do too much research to figure out what the difference between that and crack was. But apparently there's a slight difference. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah and that's like, just, that just take me take me back to the one uh, bar that fucking Pusha T had. I was a millionaire back when Rick James was freebasing. Freebasing was a thing. I don't think it. I think it was basically just like, yeah, I don't know. I ain't even gonna speculate. It wasn't smoking crack, but it was smoking stuff like crack. It was smoking it like how you smoke crack. And I might. It might have been blow. I'm not sure though. But I wasn't. A, I wasn't. I wasn't up on it. But you gotta cut my man's name out of the joint now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I've never even talked to him about that shit. All right, so let's say freebasing usually involves putting freebase cocaine. Yeah, smoking cocaine like crack. Oh, so when they say freebase, okay, so all right, so it's taking crack. All right, so it's taking cocaine before you like, you know, add shit to it to make it crack. You know what I mean? To actually, oh, damn, see, damn, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly what Nipsey was talking about. <laughs> and that's exactly what, uh, what's the name mom was talking about. Oh, damn, dog. So, yeah, it's just vaporizing cocaine. It's just, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Shit. She might have sold me on that shit. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, damn, come to think of it. I mean, granted, if you're doing vapor, you're technically freebasing. Well, yeah, you're freebasing, like, you know, vape liquid and shit like that. You know what I mean? So. I mean, it's, yeah, it kind of is the same thing. The, the way that uh, cocaine is made. It's the same way that uh, hash is made. So yeah. if, if you you don't snort the hash though, because you know what I mean. But if you if yeah. you was to smoke it, if you was to smoke the cocaine, or if you was to snort the hash, they would be the same. You know, kind of similar. I don't so know. I guess technically, when you when you're doing like you know when you're doing dabs of the THC, you're technically free basing there too. Right? Pretty I mean, much free, free, yeah, you free basing weed. You free basing, so. but you also process the shit out of it with like. A whole bunch of shit just like cocaine because you know cocaine is processed with like uh gasoline and a whole bunch oh of yeah shit. all that shit yeah just to just to extract yeah. and, and out of the fucking plant that, that's the crazy part and i mean it's just like yeah, that's before that, the cut <laughs> and that's the crazy part because you're like damn man you went through this much trouble just to take all this shit out of a plant well i guess with thc i mean i guess you do it the same way but i guess the fact that 
you know, the THC is what usually what, like fat soluble. That's how the motherfuckers make like, you know, the edibles and shit like that. I think it's a more of a natural process to where you can take it off. But I don't know. Once they find ways to like easily crystallize THC, I mean, you you end up having fucking, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, weed pills and shit like that. They drop and shit like that. So, I mean, I don't know who cares about it, but I did do some research on the guy who uh, overdosed on weed because I was looking about it. I was looking it up. I don't remember what made me look it up, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I see your face, right? So I, the guy who overdosed on weed was a cancer patient, and he was uh, he was taking it from – he had bought it off of the street, and it was like 64% potency, and it was oh. given to him in a syringe, and he was, he was just – he was just putting a syringe in his mouth. He was taking it like, like orally. And uh, he had taken, I think the thing about the syringe was he was supposed to be taking like, I think something, something around like 30 cc's, 30 cc's at a time. But he wasn't like actually like measuring these doses out as he was pouring them into his fucking mouth. So he broke the syringe down into like 10 doses basically. So he was taking about, two to three times more than he was supposed to take each time. He was taking like three times a day, which he wasn't supposed to be doing. So he, mm-hmm. he over, he overdosed. He overdosed. Damn. I mean, he, granted, he wasn't smoking though. But that's the thing. But, but was he injected? But he was injected himself with it though, right? Mm-hmm. Not into his bloodstream, into his mouth. He was injected. Oh, okay. Oh, he he's injected. That. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I can see that. I mean, oof. damn. It, it was super, it was highly concentrated, man. Yeah, nah, sixty percent potency. That's wild. I think that's that's going to be the downside. I think that's going to end up well. That you kind of see yeah, happening with weed now. Well, not well, not if it's actually fucking like you know legalized and shit like that. People going to just start making fucking like crazy ass strands with like the hot crazy ass potency. So you might as well be smoking crack with fucking how strong some of this weed coming out. You know what I mean? Soon and shit. So real shit, real shit. So, I mean, I don't know. Like you said, like you know. I'm more of a fan of microdosing, you know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily, I don't know. I guess it's a, a fact of me getting older and shit like that, too. You know, Shout out like, 070 Shake. Yeah, I feel yeah. you. That's you know how we, we do it, though. We don't want to be affected to the point where we uh, debilitate it. We want to be affected to the point where it's just like, ooh, a little more interesting. Yeah, I mean, because uh, at any given time, you know what I mean? You get a phone call, you got to do some shit, you got to make another move. I might have to get into a car and drive and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know, it's just wild, man. So, I don't know. I, I don't even like getting like that on vacation, you know what I mean? So, because a lot of times, man, like, when you out, you know, you're on vacation, you kind of just want to take it all in. Doc, man, sometimes, man, like, granted, you may want to have a bit of an experience or shit. That's one thing I want to do. I, I do want to, like, go, like, further up north and shit like that and go, like, get high as shit, chill and watch the northern lights and shit like that. That should be fucking live shit. But, uh. I think even in doing that, I don't think I would actually like want to smoke crack for doing that type of shit. Smoke crack watching the Northern Lights. Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? I don't know. Remember I told you about the old head that was in the backyard when me and B was kicking it that day? Oh, my God. Uh, Old head came in the backyard and was like, yo, y'all ever try smoking crack? Not even around Christmas? (laughs) Like, what? Yeah, not even on Christmas, like around Christmas Eve. Like, you ain't never tried smoking crack. Oh, my God, it's awesome. Because, you know, it make you heat up and shit. So you can just, like, take your shirt off and go outside in the snow, man. That shit is awesome. I was like, cuz, that shit, I'll never forget that shit. And then I tried saying that to a nigga at a pool game at an after hours one day. I was like, yo, you want to try smoking crack? Not even around Christmas. And that nigga did not take that shit the same way. <laughs> oh, he, man. He didn't think it was funny at all, bro. 
Damn, dog. I don't know. I think I think it's just <laughs> I guess it's lessons, right? I think that that stigma kind of got drawn, like you know, justifiably, man. So, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty likely that his parents or his somebody in his family smoked crack, and he took it real personal because of that. People in my family smoke crack, so I would have probably took it personal if a nigga looked me in my face and I took the context like, wait, what the fuck do you think you know about me? <laughs> what am I giving <laughs> off right now? Exactly. How do you uh, know that? Yeah, exactly. I can I can understand it. I can understand it. But niggas gotta stop being so goddamn self conscious out here. That's all. That's all. I mean, that's hard though. That's really hard, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, granted, you know, even even in a time where, you know, they try to the consumerism and everything like that, it forces you to try to make look at yourself to kind of make yourself into something to be something to purchase things, uh, mm-hmm. or to purchase things to feel like something. I think even when you're trying to take away from that, even like, you know, with social media and all the, you know, the woke self-help shit you see, it still makes you be introspective because it's like, all right, what am I doing to do this the right way? What am I doing? To, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's just going to happen anyway, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, particularly, I guess, when it comes to dealing with other people, especially, you know, we're, we're going to see this pretty soon. But, you know, when niggas actually go out and meet, talk to strangers again, you know, God forbid, niggas feel some type of way, you know. So I don't know if this... I don't know. I think we'll be in for a bit of a reset with relations with like, you know, meeting people and talking to people in public. And shit. I know one in I find people to be a little bit more, uh, how to say jovial, friendly and shit like that. But then again, I don't know. I still have the expectation. A lot more people would be still more standoffish and shit like that. So but we'll see. Yeah. I personally think that like, there's going to be the type of people who get that shit off, get that shit off in the beginning. Like you ain't worried about this shit, right? All right, cool. It's kind of like like having sex with no condoms. It's the same thing. It's like, we about to do this, right? Yeah, we about to do this. All right, cool. Like, ain't nobody going to mention it. We cool. Like, it, it, and then then eventually it started getting to the point where it's like, I'm not even thinking about mentioning it. And you better not be thinking about mentioning it. I better not even see it in your face that you doubting. And if you are, <laughs> then you ain't that person. You ain't that person. You ain't cool no more. You know what I mean? So... As a dude that likes going raw, I got a, I got a quick question, man. Actually, so if they had if they had contact tracing for STDs, would you would you be down for that shit? Would you say? If they had like you know they're doing like the whole contact tracing shit for uh, COVID nineteen and all that shit. No, uh, like you know, all right. So contact tracing is like essentially like Apple and Google are working on it. They, they I think they actually already have it kind of with the Citizen app and shit like that too. Is that like if you came in proximity or were like close? to someone that had COVID-19 or Ebola or any of that shit like that, it would actually send a notification to your phone to say that, hey, at this time you were with this person and shit like that, uh, you may want to go get tested for this shit. You know what I mean? Would you be cool with something like that, like STDs or some shit like that? That's a new level. That's a new level of awareness. I'm not sure if I am ready with that, for that. <laughs> uh, I think now, I think my, my perspective right now is a little bit different than it was like, uh six months ago when i was going raw with everything i could so mm-hmm. uh right now no nah, i don't think six months ago i wouldn't want it because i wouldn't want to be aware i don't want to be, be. Aware. So but you no. wouldn't no nah, you wouldn't want it but you wouldn't want to know like you wouldn't at least want to know like the next day like even nope. if not in the moment the next day like oh man you know what i mean this bitch gave me the no, class, if you, you can't I mean? tell me so. before no because if you, you can't tell me beforehand then it's useless because the whole thing is, like you said, I like going raw, so it's no point. Like, either I'm going to sit here and exercise some discipline and deny myself the pleasure that I want, 
or I'm not. And I'm not. So since I'm not, either you're going to help me beforehand or I don't fucking need you at the end of the day. I don't need you pointing fingers at me right after I do the shit. Fuck that. I already <laughs> feel guilty enough. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, I don't need no updates on my phone. Like, damn. And then I'm sitting there thinking, like, damn, she wasn't even that real. She wasn't even that sexy. Like, come on, bro. Like, I would rather at least think about it, like, six months down the line. That way I could be like, like yeah, it was probably that bad, John, and it was worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> or yeah. at least be like, or at least rack them up and be like, okay, it was 15 bitches. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. What rack up all the experiences minutes. and shit. Rack up all the happiness I had. You know what I'm saying? All the cigarettes I smoked afterward and be like, yeah, you know what? 15 bitches, gonorrhea. I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, you, yeah, with the statistics, I mean, you're kind of bound to, it's going to happen with one of them at least. So, one out of 15, one out of 15, definitely. Well, you know what? I've been pretty fortunate. I haven't gotten clapped up yet. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Very good. Lucky as hell. Yeah. Damn, that's, that's a lucky man. So, clean, mm-hmm. dog. Clean. That's good. Be a thick yeah. clean, dog. I mean, who knows? I could be walking around herpes right now, and we neither one of us know it. But I mean, I think you would probably know by now, though. Yeah. Don't they got like outbreaks? <laughs> yeah. Don't that shit come with outbreaks? I don't know, man. I've heard, man. So I used to, <laughs> I used to know a dude back in the day, man. He used to actually fuck with this one chick, and like literally, it's this crazy thing. She was fine too. The flare like, up. You know, like, yep. yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah. So whenever the flare ups was off, man, he used to actually, man, go go through and fuck with her and shit like that. So wild the risk, man. I mean, but I guess, man, he's providing service at the same time, too. You know what I mean? So, Herbie, you know. did you need love, too? Exactly. And if, like, if I wasn't running up in her, she'd probably be fooling the next nigga, giving it to him. Yeah, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm keeping her at bay from everybody else. You know what I mean? So, Damn, that's, just, a public, uh, that's a public exactly. service. Shout out to them niggas, man. Shout exactly, out you know what I mean? Niggas out, niggas out here taking taking. You know what I mean? Niggas on the front line with it, man, taking chances right now. You know what I mean? So taking it for the whole team. <laughs> taking it for the whole team. You know what I mean? Niggas oh, like the bur- the burst responder and shit like that, you know what I mean? So squirt responders and shit. I don't know. I'll find some flash for that. So man. But I was but watching yeah, the, the dream team games yesterday. Old dream team games? Them yeah, playing against other teams? Nineteen ninety two Olympics, yeah. Oh yeah, that shit. That shit's sad, man. That shit's sad. Ain't it? Ain't it? That shit is like a gang rape. <laughs> yeah, oh my that shit's god! Sad. You just want to pray for these niggas. Yo, I watched these boys. They subbed their motherfucking point guard after like maybe like ten minutes. It was letting their first point guard get fucked in the ass. The next point guard came in. I swear to God, bro, I peeped. I peeped <laughs> within the first possession. Within the first possession of him bringing it down, I peeped. I was like, yo, he don't got no left hand. <laughs> They they realized that shit. They ate that motherfucker alive. Nigga, they realized it. If I realized it in first possession, they realized it as soon as he walked on the court, nigga. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah, they ate that nigga alive, bro. They like this ball started getting doubled. <laughs> like Scotty was pressing niggas half court the whole game. <laughs> this shit was trash, bro. Uh, I think the final score was like 102 to like 40. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Sounds it was personal. It was seven to thirteen, then it was seven to twenty-three, then it was seven to thirty-three, then it was seven to forty-three. Bro, the <laughs> shit was bad, bro. And then they I think they let up on these niggas in the second half. They was like, all right, let's just let's just <laughs> run some globe trotter sets. Like, fuck it. Yeah. 
But that's the thing. They, I mean, they did a lot of that with defense too, though. But it's good that they actually had that team go because I think now – Charles was fucking elbowing niggas in their chest right on camera <laughs> like it wasn't nothing. Like, oh, my God, he was a nasty nigga. He dunked on one nigga and then got down and just, uh, just bam, shoulder – Shoulder checking. Well, the thing is, I think the I think the uh, the, the Euro rules actually are. Uh... No, they called a T on that bitch. Oh, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, they called. But, no, a but, but 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 I know but I know that the rules are slightly different though when they play uh, an Olympic game though. I think it's a little bit more open. Uh, what I think was defined as a foul is a little different though. No, it was it was it was a little different. Like I didn't understand. Like there was no and ones and shit. It was it was a completely different format at the time. Yeah. But, at the same time, Chuck was the only one that came in there mad, angry, and aggressive. It's like that nigga was drawing. <laughs> that nigga was really drawing. He was trying. He was starting mad fire. He looked like he was about to punch one more in the face. And these niggas was all little than him. I was watching Angola for the record. If niggas want to go check it back, I mean, but 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 that's what you kind of have to do to niggas. I mean, like especially if like you demoralized. Put it this way, because it because if, if you if you said Angola on the back, man, it's the <laughs> highest they ever gonna make it. But but then the thing is, you got to think though. You you got you have to be that dude though, because like if you're gonna demoralize somebody that much with your skill, you know what I mean? Like you can't like you gotta actually go at them hard as well too. It's just aggression. So that way, like when if they get mad, they they gonna act out. Like nah, dog, we gonna bust your ass on the court and we gonna fuck you up. You crazy too, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you gotta sit here and take the you gotta sit here and build this character and take this ass whooping like a man. You know what I mean? So. You know what I mean? So we're part of history right now, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, humble yourself, man. Humble yourself, man. Yeah. Do your best. Do your best. And just you get down and get stepped on, nigga. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that shit was crazy. And then after that, I watched the uh, 2012 John, with you know, PG, LeBron, Melo, Kobe, all these niggas. That shit was. Uh, Dope. Oh, well, Tyson Chandler, Tyson Chandler, uh, AD was the only big man because Chris Bosh was injured, and uh, I forget who the other big man was, but he was injured too. That was uh, Kobe's last job, right? Yeah, that was Kobe's last job. Yeah, yeah, because he, did, he didn't go, I don't, I don't think he did, went to the one in 2016, did he? I don't think, nah, he, I don't think he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, he, he wasn't dumb, he was, he was taking every shot, <laughs> like he was being yeah. Kobe, he was being Kobe. Yeah, I mean, he, but he made that his his thing though, because when they had it, 2012 was what in the UK, right? That was in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember watching that opening ceremony. That opening ceremony was fucking crazy. So, yeah, I I ain't, I ain't get that far into it. I was just. Uh, I mean, that, that, but I, that, that's. I just remember watching that. Like I was at like somebody's crib, just like they had a party for that shit. And this shit was just fucking like fire, but uh. Nah, the shit I got into this week, I was watching the, uh, the OKC Golden State uh, matchup for 2016 and shit like that. So, Oh, Durant yeah. was on uh, OKC? Or? Yeah, Durant's on OKC, yeah. yeah. OKC versus, yeah. So, like, you saw Wait, how they did they come back from three on that? Yeah, they came back from three one. Because what oh, happened was, man. what happened was, I mean, because Golden State, they were gashed kind of coming into the season. And I think Steph Curry got, well, you know, Big surprise, he got hurt early in the playoffs, but he played through that shit though. So yeah, like you know, yeah. so that so that nigga was like nursing an injury, nigga nursing an injury, and fucking playing, you know, through that shit in the playoffs. And I think by the time they got to like that round, uh, it was just wild, man. And yeah. fucking, and then like you know, like and fucking Russ and fucking KD were just killing these niggas. But 
it just kept to those closeout games. And I remember game six, that was a game that they were like, that they would have killed him. But fucking Clay Thompson, this motherfucker went off, dog. I think Didn't he break a record like, or something? He had like 12 threes or 11 threes or yeah, shit? Some crazy, some crazy It was like shit. eight or nine, but still, it was crazy. Yeah, so it was so well, crazy. Fact, I think I think he did like uh I think he did like thirty or forty points in the quarter or some shit like that. Yeah, I think he had thirty points was, in like the se- in the second quarter, third quarter or some shit like that. Yeah, shit, but you know, he went ham, and I think uh, it just got frustrating because you know like Russ and KD, I think they were having like a really bad game, but it came to the end of the game and it was still pretty tight, but they just couldn't finish it off. Like they just couldn't finish it. I think it was like a combination of. It wasn't necessarily really just pressure because he had the looks. It wasn't really the yips because, I mean, these niggas are still balling and everybody else around them kind of wasn't really giving them everything they could have got. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it just I, when I look at that matchup, it, it just wasn't really in the cards. You know what I mean? It just wasn't, it wasn't like, a shot at Perkins, was it? Nah, it wasn't really a shot at Perkins. I mean, it wasn't all nothing. He averaged like two and three. Yeah, but he's not the guy that's really going to score. He's going to pretty much just play, play defense. But that's the thing. Even that Golden State team, I think they had Andrew Bogut. You know what I mean? So I don't know who Andrew Bogut is. I'm sorry. Uh, Andrew Bogut is a uh, he's he's a big dude. I mean, granted, he was the shit back when he was on the Bucks. Uh, you know, kind of like I guess a, a modern version of like an Argentina Sabonis or whatever. Just like, like you know, he was kind of like that old school big man. You know what I mean? Like just you know, seven foot white guy. Get like you know, really, really soft touch around the rim and shit like that. Good defense and shit like that. Uh, granted, you, you you would be like you wouldn't think that a guy like that would actually work in Golden State system. But the funny thing is though, like once it comes to Golden State's playoff ball, a lot of a lot of what they do is actually kind of predicated upon having like a big guy inside that can actually move and shit like that. So yeah, but, shit. But, well, that's how you feel about this uh this Draymond and Shaq beef. Draymond My and bad. Shaq beef. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, I man, like I said, dog, <laughs> the meat is grassing at straws right now, man. And they know oh, straight Draymond, Dray, 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 man. Draymond has a short fuse, man. So they you know, know man. They 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 can they can, they can poke they can poke with him. They can poke with him, and man, they'll get a rise out of him. You know what I mean? But I don't know, but you know what? But I fuck with it with Draymond, cause man, I think he knows it works both ways, man. Cause. The, the more public fuse he has with these guys, man, it just it just raises his profile that much more. You know what I mean? So, so that kind of helps. Where you stand with the uh, with the Shaq and Kobe versus Draymond and stuff thing? Oh nah, nah, dog. Shaq and Kobe all day, dog. <laughs> so, Shaq really, and Kobe even, all in day. Pick, even in the uh, pick, even on the pick, even on the pick. Uh yeah, even even in the pick man, because what what the fuck are pick either one of them are gonna do? Pick and pop, pick and pop, nigga. <laughs> Whatever, dog. What the fuck are either one of them niggas gonna do with do it do it fucking Shaq, yo? They like, just try try their best to not ever let him get the ball, please. Exactly, exactly. But then you got Kobe, you know what I mean? And Kobe, like, all right, Steph ain't gonna do nothing with Kobe. Draymond's Draymond ain't gonna really be able to the whole Kobe and shit like that, so. Nah, dog. It's it's not happening, dog. It's not happening. This nigga Shaq said. This nigga Shaq said, if uh if Steph get annoying, I just tell Kobe let him come up in there with me. I will touch him up maybe two or three times, and then we ain't got to deal with that no more. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
I mean, he would even say he he said that. I mean, he said that so he would plan to do that to some people in certain games. You know what I mean, like, nah, man, lead lead him down to the right block, man. I take care of him for you, man. Yeah, team up, <laughs> team up. <laughs> Get so, the boot in the elbows and shit. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Because yeah, honestly, I I would put shit. I don't know, man. Like, it's nice it's nice to kind of see certain er- like errors and shit like that. But uh, I don't know who I was talking, what I was listening to. Oh yeah. But he was just talking about like, you know, what Kobe and Shaq, well, sorry, well, you got Kobe and Shaq, but when you look at like Jordan, the time that he was in there, he didn't really have like any like quite true rival at his time. So they say like half the reason he was retiring just because of just like sheer boredom and shit like that. While well, I was like, you know, somebody like LeBron, LeBron always has something like either he's the villain or, you know what I mean? He's, a, he, he's, a, he has something to go up against. You know what I mean? So like coming sure. in early, you know what I mean? He was going up against, like, you know, the Spurs, and he had Kobe and Shaq, you know, well, Kobe teams and shit like that. But I mean, then on top of that, you can argue that he's going up against Jordan's legacy beyond any yeah. of that, too. Yeah, beyond, well, beyond, well, that, that, that's another thing in itself. Because I think even, I think a lot of, a lot of things that people don't even really think about, when it came to Jordan and the Bulls, granted, like, nobody can really do shit about Jordan, but I think it got to a certain point to where the league, was smart enough to know that, all right, they know they could blueprint for a nigga that the league is trying to build around. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like with LeBron, the way that his game is and the way the game is, they could find different ways of thwarting him. You know what I mean? Like, you could build teams just to stop these. You know what I mean? This nigga, like, I don't think in the 90s teams were building teams to stop Jordan. I think teams were just trying to build the best teams they could and shit like that and kind of go from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think it was that sophisticated back then because I watched yeah. a lot of those games and it would be gone. They would, these niggas would let it go to the third, fourth quarter before they would even start doubling this motherfucker. So yeah. they definitely wasn't prepared and they wasn't looking at basketball in that same sense, like how they're looking at it today. Like, I yeah, think man. maybe more Belichickian about it today where they try and cut your legs off for the, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, with the analytics and shit like that, definitely. I mean, so I feel, I feel like they're, they're always trying to find ways to stop LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, motherfuckers just dedicate, you know, I mean, great. You got whole teams dedicated to it. Like, you know, like you had the fucking Wizards back in the day, back when he was making the playoff whole runs. Joe's dedicated to LeBron. On Skip and Shannon, you got <laughs> Shannon dedicated to LeBron. Pretty much, I don't even got to go down the whole list. But yeah. on every show, you got one person dedicated to either continuously hating LeBron or continuously praising LeBron. And that that's the fuel. But that's cool, though, man. He's a shit. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I rather now, debate that nigga. I rather debate that nigga and his actions than half of the shit that's going on in this country. <laughs> For real, but uh, and I guess to kind of close out on LeBron thing. Remember, man, I found out that this nigga does his own propaganda and shit like that. So who LeBron? Yeah, because uh, because I saw a post that that he had online. It was like him and all of his homies are graduating and shit like that. So he tagged all his homies. So I'm like, oh, that's what's up. So what these niggas doing now? So. These niggas all got like positions, either working in like you know, or like the colleges and shit like that, or working at schools and shit like that. Is like sports administrators and shit. You know what I mean? Niggas got great followers on the gram and shit like that. I'm like, damn dog, you really took care of the squad. But then you see the one Might homie who's just, just like the plug, just the plug. And you see his shirt. And you see you see like his like you know his store and everything like that. And you see the shit. Whereas like 23 versus 23, or 23 is better than 23, but. The 23 has got, like, the Lakers colors, which is, like, better than the ones that got the Bulls colors and shit like that. So, I'm like, oh, I see it, man. This nigga got niggas in on the propaganda, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? He's, 
he's he's fueling the train. You know what I mean? So yeah, he turned it into a corporation. But but I don't know. But even even in seeing all this shit like that, you know, with jo- with Jordan and this whole last dance shit and everything, and even going back and watching all the YouTube. I mean, granted, it, it's almost it's it's almost unanimous at this point. Granted, like LeBron James is still going to go down as probably like you know definitely. <laughs> Put it this way. I mean, it's going to be a 1A, 1B type of situation. Well, 1A, 1C type of situation is, I don't know. I mean, like you can't, you can't, can't take up, take up back the fact that LeBron lost six finals. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you know, you can't take that away. I mean, I think he'll eventually kind of make up that number a bit. If he gets three more, at least I guess that makes him six to six. <laughs> I don't see him with two more. I don't see him with more than two more, rather. More than two more? Yeah. Nah. Honestly, I, I, I would, I would, I, nah. That's, that can't happen because the Sixers got to get one at least within the next three years. So we're gonna mean so <laughs> too many good teams out here, my nigga. <laughs> so, uh, so, but I get, but I guess that would, that would be, that would be his. I guess this is when he would have to step it up, which would be the crazy part, right? Because it's just like, damn, dog, you, you on the tail end, you thirty five, you know, I mean, years old, and like the league is actually getting exponentially better than it's been in the past couple of years. So. If he if he can win, put it this way: if he can win three more, if he can three peat in this era, <laughs> we might be talking something. You know what I mean? But that's the thing; he can't, and that's why a lot of people's debate for his goat part is that there wasn't no real fucking dynasties in Jordan's era that he came up against, and there wasn't no real superstars. Niggas was saying, niggas, <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with it, but niggas was basically saying there wasn't no KD back then. It wasn't no Russ. I mean, it wasn't no KD and no Russ on the same team back then. It wasn't no Golden State Warriors back then to oppose the Bulls. Like yeah. it wasn't no fucking Lakers with Shaq but, on it to oppose the Bulls. Shaq and Kobe. But you did have good, good like all right. But you still had the or like the Orlando, like the Shaq Orlando. That uh, he was young. It, nah, but I'm talking about the season that they actually knocked the Bulls out of the playoffs. Like that was actually a great team, man. That was a great team. Uh, you talking, yeah. talking about with D Scott? Well, Dennis D, Scott? D Scott, D Scott, yeah. Morris Grant, D. Scott, Morris Grant, Penny and Shaq. Uh, and who else did they have? They had uh, Brian Shaw. Had a couple dudes on the bench, too. I mean, like, they had a squad, you know what I mean? Like, you know, especially with, with Shaq kind of, you know, them using Shaq the way that fucking, you know, the Bucks are using Giannis. I mean, they had a le- legitimate shot at yeah, probably was, one of the chips. They were running everything. Yeah. I mean, then you had the Knicks. The Knicks. I mean, the Knicks was the shit too. I mean, the Knicks just never. They kept running to the Bulls. Never get over the hump. You know what I mean? But then you look at some of those teams on the West, like, you know, Utah. Yeah, Utah probably should have got one. I mean, fucking the Rockets. I would. I would love to have seen the fucking Bulls against the Rockets. That'd have been interesting right there. Because uh, that's yeah. the thing. You never. You never seen the Bulls win against a team that actually had like a. a an actual like big man, you know what I mean? Like you know that that, that built a team around a big man. So, yeah, but the Bulls also never had a big man. So yeah, but but I, but I think that's the that's the key though, right? You know what I mean? Like they you, had Dennis they never, who could guard five positions. Yeah, that's the that's the second three feet though. Well, I can't say the big man because they, they they did have Carl. They did go against Carl Malone two years, but that's you know what I mean? mean? Like you know what I mean? But they never went, you know. But they they didn't go against like somebody at center like a like a Elijah Wan or something Ewing? like that. Patrick yeah. Ewing. Yeah. Or Alonzo Morning. So, well, I guess, I guess. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, they had, a, they had a lot of competition right there. Top, competition was stiff, but they found a way to kind of stay ahead of everybody. 
So yeah, uh, I do feel like what you said was real poignant earlier, which is back then they wasn't building teams just to oppose Jordan. They're doing that for LeBron. They saw LeBron coming to the league and they was like, fuck that. Yeah, um, and a lot of teams saw their, their window because, I mean, I guess that's another thing too. Like, you know, teams see their window like, yo, man, well, before this motherfucker gets rolling, man, let's get in there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so in the Spurs, I mean, they're always one of those teams that realize that, yo, man, any year, man, one of these big, big teams, man, they end up sleeping, man. We got to be nice enough so we can take it. You know what I mean? So True shit. True shit. You know? and not to and say that they stole, they, not to say they stole, they stole any of their championships. They haven't. I mean, they won them legitly, but, you know. Don't forget about them. Don't forget about them KJ Suns when he was fucking not injured. With, uh, well, the KJ Suns oh, when, when they when they when they yeah when they had KJ and fucking Charles Barkman when you know Rex Chapman Danny Ainge, like you know and, I mean they had a squad Marley, too man and Marley dog, nigga. yeah dog yeah squad too man and everybody even, had even a squad dog the Mavs had a squad back then when they had uh when they had uh Mullins and Jackson. And they had a couple. They had a who else? They had Mike Finley. You know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, Mike Finley, nigga, dog. They was balling. Everybody had. A I mean, the, the Mavericks. I mean, the, the fucking the Mavericks. They had Cedric Sabalos at one point too. So I mean, Cedric Sabalos, nigga. You can't forget about Ced. He was a young boy, Robert Ory to me, bro. He was just like yeah. Big Shot too, bro. England yeah. Rice was a beast. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either way, bro. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that. The people back then wasn't as good as the people now, but I think that, like you said, niggas wasn't building teams specifically to. Yeah, to, to I, th- I think yeah, I think back then everything was a little more holistic. These days, I mean, you know, definitely a lot more science and everything involved. Uh, not just in terms of how the game is played, but even sports science, how niggas take care of themselves and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, so you think LeBron better? You you think LeBron not better than Jordan? No. All right. Cool. Well, I just started. I just started looking at us like we were skipping Shannon. So let's just move on from that subject and shit. <laughs> well, now nah, let's let's get, let's get in the shout outs, man. All right, cool. Yes, 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 uh, yes, well, wait, wait, wait. I ain't do no podcast review. Oh yeah, podcast review. That's podcast reviews last time. Oh yeah. Oh, and I just want to say to the audience, uh, I, I I really did try to get into more music shit, but honestly, these niggas ain't doing nothing. Like, ain't nothing going on out here, nigga. I typed in music news right before we started uh, podcasting, and what came up was uh, Charlie XCX. I decided I would make this album in its entirety in quarantine. That's what's up, Charlie. Uh, Quest Love recruits Patti LaBelle, Eva Langoria for a virtual dinner party. That was what's up, hey, Quest. And then uh, the last story, Ellie Golding, Fast, oh, up 40. 40 hours at a time. Um, That's more of a health and fitness type of thing. That yeah, might actually be pretty musician. good for you. Musician, though, so. Yeah. So I guess that's it for music news, man. So not really much yeah. going on right now. Nah, definitely. Uh, I'm about three steps away from being a vegan. Eggs, butter, and cheese. Eggs, butter, and cheese? Yep. Nah, I, I can't do it. I mean, honestly, nah, I can't do it. I, I, can, I can switch to, like, a, a mainly veggie diet, but I still got to eat my meat, man. I still got protein in my so. Nigga, meat ain't the only thing with protein. I know, but it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's the more it's hey, protein dense, protein you know what I mean? It's protein huh? and veggies. It's protein and all types of shit. Edamame. Yeah, but, but, but got more protein than meat. Nah, man, nah, you got to think per volume, though, you know what I mean? So, 
look how much edamame you got to eat to actually get as much protein as you can get from just a little hunk of fucking steak or some shit like that. You know what I mean? I think you're wrong. I'm right, man. I think you're fucking wrong. All right. How long? It takes three days. It takes three days to fucking process that little piece of steak that you had. That edamame is completely out of your body and processed in like two hours. It depends on how you you prepared it and how you you ate it, man. So still going to two hours versus, I don't know, man. I mean, we could have this. I mean, the the body's made for these things, man. So Uh, we could argue that too. We could definitely. Niggas niggas eat cars, B. Niggas eat eat cars and it's fine. So eat carbs? Cars. Cars. Yeah. Like I remember seeing on TV this one motherfucker like, these motherfuckers literally ate like just just anything and shit like that, and I mean they just made it work. I mean the motherfuckers like literally like would eat metal and all that shit like that. Obviously, like they have to prepare it so they could actually ingest it, but niggas would actually eat it. And shit, that was just niggas is fine. Like apparently somebody told me they said like yo you you could drink you could drink gasoline and your body would find a way to metabolize that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you might have lost the audience with that argument right there, man. I don't know. I'm just saying that 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 sounds like nonsense to me. That just because you can don't mean you should. That's the easiest. Yeah, thing but well, I mean, yeah, it's true. But I mean, niggas do. You know what I mean? Not saying that you should. I mean, you, you definitely shouldn't. But no, I think you shouldn't. I can go with. I go 100. I mean, shouldn't. But, I mean, but hey, but you can. That's the thing. Not saying that you should. You should test these abilities and shit like that. But you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, like I said, man, a couple of weeks ago, niggas was drinking bleach and injecting fucking, you know what I mean, shit. You know what I mean? Not all these niggas died. Some, niggas, some of these niggas made it, dog. <laughs> some of these niggas made it. So, were they sick? Maybe. I mean, some of these niggas is cool. Some niggas is asymptomatic. It's just what it is, you know what I mean? So, but it's America, dog. You gotta, you gotta be, you're free to take whatever risk you want to take, you know what I mean? So. Yo, we gonna have to put a disclaimer on the beginning of this, John. <laughs> we do not condone them drinking. Drano or Clorox or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's cool. Um, podcast review. I was going to say commencement podcast for all the 2020 graduates and shit because these niggas keep advertising it to me. I clearly haven't listened to it because I'm fucking 30-something years old. Uh, but yeah, from iHeartRadio, they basically got all these uh, famous people from college to Mary J. Blige to Obama to Hillary to Coach K basically giving the commencement speech for all these graduates and shit. So, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so I saw a lot. I saw last night they had a televised show where Obama gave like a commencement speech and shit like that. So yeah, I, I think that's the that whole class. On that shit. Yeah. Uh, didn't he come at Trump on that joint too? Uh, he didn't really come at Trump. I mean, it was kind of, I mean, it was a blanket statement. I mean, he, he pretty much just said that like, Hey man, shit like this just lets you know that motherfuckers that are actually in charge ain't always in charge or don't know what the fuck is going on. So even if they should know, or, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that, that's kind of blanket. I mean, it could have been a shot at Trump. It could have been a shot at anybody. You know what I mean? It's, it's only just, a shot at leadership. It's only a yeah, shot at leadership. Uh, leadership. Yeah. But his leadership all over the place. I mean, essentially he's just saying like, <laughs> suddenly saying that if I was in this shit, this shit would probably wouldn't have never happened, but obviously you can't yeah. say that shit. So yeah, I mean, he can, but you know, yeah. So, but no, nah, I just think about, I guess, not even to get too political, but 
and Joe Biden makes Michelle Obama his running mate and shit. And this nigga Obama start campaigning like he's actually running because his wife is like on the ticket and shit like that. He just goes full nigger <laughs> while campaigning against Trump and shit like that. So it'd be technically like, you'll technically be getting Obama versus Trump, but <laughs> the only niggas that's actually running the fucking like Michelle. Is, you know, that, how, is that how the black people are going to justify voting for a nigga who has Alzheimer's? Is that how it's going to go? Oh, I mean, sh- oh I mean, shit. They did, oh. they did it with Donald Trump, man, so. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't think Donald Trump has Alzheimer's. Yeah, you never know. I mean, nah, man, you never know, but I don't have evidence to think that. I got mad evidence to think that about Biden. I'm not just being Biden, like, bro. Well, well, that's the weird thing, because when, 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 when I look at the clips. Well, it's trying. weird, though. Well, the thing is, I see the clips that they put up. Like, they put the clips up, obviously, when he's, like, the, the funny clips are when he's fucking up and miss misspeaking but then mm-hmm. it's weird though because then i see like kind of the behind the scenes clips and it's like this nigga is like pretty coherent i get the idea that he really just doesn't want to be here quite honestly <laughs> you know what i mean like he really could be bothered to even do any of this shit like so when he's doing all these stump speeches and everything like that he's fucking up not because you know that doesn't excuse that doesn't excuse it if you give him the person that much power to be an authority over that much people and make that many important decisions then him wanting to not be there is to me even worse than him being a fucking idiot. I would rather he be an idiot than him just not want to be there. That's stupid to me. I mean, either way, these niggas don't really got no authorities, man. He's just the niggas that's on TV. <laughs> oh, but I mean, listen, listen. I do understand I, that. I, do I, understand I, I know. What you, I know what you mean. Like at least make it seem. At least make it seem like you. Yeah. I do understand. At least make these but they they still got power, nigga. They still got a little bit of power. There's still people around them who get fucking raped half the time and they can't they can't stop them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I mean I I see what you mean. I mean, I guess it's kind of a thing to where it's like, you know, at least kind of make it seem like, you know, yeah, care, nigga. (laughs) At least make it seem like you like you really like you really doing this shit, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Because God forbid we actually have to see the real president and shit like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, the shit gets deep, but at the same time, like I said, if a nigga don't got uh, if a nigga don't got Alzheimer's and if a nigga is not a complete fucking idiot, then I would hate to believe that the nigga just really don't want to be there and that the nigga could not be bothered to deal with this shit that's like literally like furnishing his life and lifestyle. Well, and- well that's the thing. I think I think it's the campaigning aspect. I think that's the big thing. I mean, I think the whole campaign shit is just. But but it was weird though because you would think with all this shit going on, like not having to go out and actually campaign to see people. And all you got to do is sit in the basement and sit in front of the camera in front of the person. You know what I mean? Like, you could literally pre- curate your whole shit, your whole response and shit like that. But, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's weird. I, I got a feeling they probably going to get this nigga out of here before election anyway. I think they're going to do like a last minute, last minute switch of rule for this nigga and shit like that. Just enough ahead of time just to kind of get niggas excited. You know what I mean? But, I don't think there's another candidate. There's always another candidate. I don't think there's another candidate, yo. You think? You think? Yeah, I mean, so that's the thing. So, like, God forbid, let's got, say something. They got, all them other, they got all them other niggas out of here, like decisively. Yeah, but a lot of these other niggas, man, they weren't running to win. They were running because they had to run. Like, I'm running, man. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I got re-election for Senate in two years, man. I need to, I need to up my profile. <laughs> Ooh, you talking about like my? You talking about like my G Bernie? Well, 
Bernie or not, well, not even just Bernie, but niggas like fucking like Cory Booker or Kamala Harris and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like niggas that's actually like, you know, running for Congress and shit like that. Or Cory, like, Bo- you know. Cory Booker, yeah, yeah, he is one of the people who just kind of got to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to run just because like shit, you came this far, you know. And I think he, that's the same, even the same thing with Joe Biden. I think when his, when his past runs for president. So, I mean, obviously him not running before <laughs> when Hillary was running and him deciding to run now, you know, that got, that kind of goes to show you what his motivations were. Like, ah, oh, shit, I got to run. Damn. <laughs> I got to run, really? I'm the only nigga that can run? Out of all these motherfuckers here, y'all really want me to be up here? All right, dog. Whatever. <laughs> you know the legal age to be president? 35. Why are they all 70? That's that's the one thing with me too, man. I like I'd rather see somebody younger, man. Honestly, I I'd appreciate having a younger candidate because at least, you know, they're gonna be around to actually like, you know, long enough to actually deal with the repercussions of like, you know, shit that they that they had they did and their decisions that they made and shit like that. So yeah, the conservatives like to say, I would like to have somebody more my age because they can stand and fight. And, or, or I want somebody younger because they can stand and fight. And the, the fucking uh, liberals would say, oh, I want somebody younger because they can actually appeal to the things that I've lived through. And, exp- you know, like they can relate to my experiences. Uh, both of those things are somewhat valid. But for the most part, I want somebody younger because a nigga who's 70 is the nigga 70 like come on exactly man. what you doing who are you talking to like what you doing <laughs> like where you where, come on man seriously i don't give a fuck how good health you are and don't get me wrong <laughs> 70 a nigga who's 70 is 100 percent probably probably not definitely but 100 percent probably more wise than me probably right but at the same time nigga 70 man Niggas yeah are getting a whole bunch Day to day, man. Niggas you forget whole bunch of shit. shit man. Niggas definitely don't have a guarantee to make it through the next four years. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Nah, you might be right about that, you know what I mean? Especially uh, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's too old for a couple reasons, right? Like like you said, like <laughs> You got to be worried about whether or not this nigga's actually going to make it through his term. But then also, like, you see, man, you see, all right, the, we had a couple of younger presidents, right? George Bush II, Obama. You see how these niggas aged <laughs> when they were fucking president. So it's funny. I remember seeing the meme that they had about Bernie. They showed this nigga, like, they showed Bernie now. And then, like, they showed, like, yeah, Bernie after his first term. And they showed this nigga looking like fucking the boy from Tales of the Crypt and shit like that. So... I feel the same way about Trump. He looked like shit. Yeah, I mean, granted, he, honestly, he he's, he's actually pretty yeah. He all right, put it this way, when he came into the presidency, he actually looked all right. I mean, if anything, great teeth. Great teeth on that guy. <laughs> Amazing teeth. Yeah. But but uh you get those money. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But uh with him, I mean you you see like the weight gain that he's had and shit like that. Uh his face. His yeah, hair, like shit. they can't keep the, the dye on his, like they can't keep up with the dye in his hair to kind of keep his shit from like not looking great color and shit. Uh, the quality and, of the cameras is too good for these niggas. Yeah, point. and then like you know the the, the tans, the look that they got on it, like yo, it's just he's looking bad, man. He's looking sick. Man. 
if anybody need to be scared of Rona, man, he he need to <laughs> he need to be this careful. Nigga, <laughs> this nigga ain't wearing masks. He fucking yeah, dog. Yo, but that but that's yo man, and like I don't want it to happen, dog. God forbid, man. But this, like the way this Corona shit been working out, man, like. It's always the like it's almost like it's almost vindictive in a sense to where it's like always the motherfuckers that were always against it that will always talk shit about it. They always end up catching the shit, and either getting really sick or end up fucking dying for the shit. So, man, dog, you, you know, going to war with, yo, we yo, we gonna fuck around. If, yo, if Donald Trump were to get Corona and die from this shit, though, we going to war with China against this shit, dog, over this shit. All right, no. Who Mike Pence gonna be like? Fuck it, we riding. Yeah, well, that, well, you got well, you got that, but yeah, dog. Like yo, this motherfucker's got stands, dog. Like they love this nigga, dog. Like they love this motherfucker, man. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. You know what I mean? I'm getting there, bro. So, I'm getting I mean, invested in this ball. The more I hear talk, I'm getting fucking. I'm getting enamored with his speech. I'm like, yo, <laughs> he got big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they say I have small hands. Trust me, down there, there's no problem. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> no, man, I can't. Like, I got to respect the hustle half of the time, though. Like, so I understand how all these niggas is enamored with him, especially when he actually does fight for the shit that they talking about. So, yeah. when, I mean, he, I, I don't, he ain't fighting for the shit that I'm talking about. But if he was fighting <laughs> for the shit that I was talking about, I'd be like, damn, this is a damn good hero figure. I could make all types of propaganda posters about this nigga. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's just I happen to be black. <laughs> so he ain't, he ain't talking for me, but uh, all right, man. Let's let's, let's get in these shotties, man. Oh no, wait. Podcast review. Podcast review, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, podcast review. Shouts out to. Well, I guess it's kind of an offshoot. Brilliant Idiots podcast. Andrew Schultz. He had a thing this week about. It's more of a clip, but either way, he was I talking about what. God, I hate that nigga. But hey, this clip that he had now though, kind of just kind of just discuss everything in this current era. It's just too real. But he was just talking about like Takashi should actually run for president. You know what I mean? So, and then the clip he talks about like you know the, the similarities between Takashi and Donald Trump, and then pretty much just saying how like you know niggas say that you have to be something in order to try to be something. But then he went and kind of broke down that like okay, you know, why would you run for president when you like you know course like you need to have experience to run for president and he's saying how like you know don't you have to have experience with like you know having a liquor company or making liquor to actually have your own liquor company and he showed a picture of like fucking like all these fucking athletes and shit like that and rappers having their own liquor and shit like that like oh yeah don't you need like you know some 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 experience in politics before fucking working in politics and he showed like a vodka trunk you know what i mean or you know mm-hmm. don't you need to at least have like a degree you know, and fucking like, you know, environmental studies to actually be an expert on fucking, you know, climate change. And they show like the little high school girl and shit like that, you know what I mean? Who's like the yeah. fucking foremost, you know what I mean? So, so essentially just saying that like, yo, man, anything's possible out here because the biggest currency right now is just fucking attention and clout, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's good or bad, you got the eyeballs, the people are seeing you, talking about you, reacting to you and shit like that. That's all that fucking matters. I mean, for better or worse, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just currency, you know what I mean? And that's, that's what it is. So, Word. So, Takashi uh, was what? Takashi, Takashi, 69 right now, what is he, like 20, 21 years old? So, no 14 idea. years, 14 years. Uh-huh. 
he he'll be he'll be eligible enough to run for president, shit like that. And he'll be even better at it if he's still alive, <laughs> better still at alive. it than he is now. Because I'm definitely uh I'm definitely a fan, and I have said in the past that that motherfucker has great potential. He's the best marketing mind that I've seen in years. Uh, so. And I think right. it, hasn't, it hasn't even been any major collabs either. He hasn't even had major collabs. Like, he's had major moments, like, but. Nah. Nikki, Nikki jumped on his uh, shine. Uh, I, I know. On well, he did use that to cross over to the, uh, the, the Latin market. But at the same time, he didn't need it. Like, but that was a good way of doing it, though. That was a great yeah. way of doing it. And then on top of that, he picked the most gangster nigga. And Anwell is like, Anwell already did interviews like, man, I can't fuck with that nigga. He's a snitch. So it's kind of <laughs> cool. Cause that just adds to the polarizing character of what he is selling people. So I love it. Um, all right. My shout out is going to be uh, BJ Armstrong. Uh, I haven't, I told you, I haven't watched any of this shit. So I don't know how they portrayed him in the John, but. Niggas been interviewing him. He's just all around good dude, man. That nigga is the most like he's just chipper and humble and cool and shit. And I'm pretty sure he's either from Chicago or Detroit. So I have no 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 idea why he is that way. But yeah, shout out to <laughs> BJ Armstrong for just being an all around like good, humble, chipper dude, man. Oh yeah. Granted, I mean it's funny thing is during the last dance shit, if you ever get around to it. I mean a lot of stories that he's telling I'm shit. Gonna watch, I'm gonna sit down and watch it with my family. So you go watch with the fam? Yeah, I'm gonna sit down and watch with my family. We're gonna all do the, do it together. We just not gonna do it when the rest of America is on it. That's all. <laughs> so you're gonna do it like two years from now? Nah, nah, probably like a month or two. So uh, that'd be a good time. I mean, it'd be, probably gear you up for like when sports comes out and shit like that too. So hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I miss James Harden, man. I miss James Harden. <laughs> James Harden, it's funny. Well, <laughs> I get to that later. But uh, shouts out to Tyler the Creator, man. So I was, I was actually going through like a few of his projects uh, throughout this week. That nigga's nice, man. That nigga's nice. Oh, he's great at what he does. His voice, yeah. too. Guy gave him the best fucking rap voice in the world. Yeah. So I was listening to Igor again, and then like some of the shit that he dropped earlier this year. <laughs> Uh, that he's just kind of having fun with, but I don't know. I think he's balancing man. So, that, the, the, man, I don't know. It's funny because I remember, like, when he first came out and kind of seeing where it was going, but kind of seeing where it is now, that's just kind of wild. So, shout out to him, man. Keep, keep moving, man. Um, I would say, uh, shout out to the boy vegan. Oh, yeah, that shit, that shit's tight, man. That shit is, that shit's that shit's nice, man. Yeah, I've been listening to that shit continuously. Uh, I haven't made any music in a couple of days, but I'm listening to that and I'm, I'm digesting that. So when I do make music, believe me, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show. Uh, but yeah, that joint is called, uh, what was it? Diamond Cuts Only Diamonds or some shit like that? Or Only Diamonds Cut Diamonds? That's mm-hmm. what it was. Only Diamond Cuts Diamonds? Something about diamond cuts, but that shit was hard though. That fucking whole project is super hard. I'm still listening to that, John. So shout out to the boy. Um, yeah. Uh, shouts out to Uncle U N K L E. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
somebody hit me with one of those like those challenges online and kind of just like you know post up albums and i was just thinking like damn dog what's one of these joints i just want to post up so i was like man i went back and listened to science fiction man that shit is crazy man love that yeah. album man. great album great moods uh and plus man you know it's the whole shit that they were doing with dj shadow they had fucking tom york on the shit like they did it up man so shouts out to these niggas man for nostalgia and all the great music so I haven't listened to anything new as of late, but their old shit, fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Um, shout out to Coach K. Uh, these niggas is coming at Zion. We got this whole shit going on with this controversy with this uh, this agency that basically assigned ball, and they had hooked him up with a whole bunch of shit. Hooked him up with Nike. You know, hooked him up with some bread. And then he ended up dropping these niggas like a bad habit when he went to the league. <laughs> and uh, that's what he did. So now they coming at the whole college because they can't really attack him very much. Uh, so they're coming at uh, Duke. And they're trying to attack Duke's legacy. But I'm I'm pretty confident that that shit is going to be fine. It's going gonna, it's gonna to play out fine. They're going to pay that nigga out. He's going to pay them niggas off, and everything is going to be okay. And some niggas come at me on Bleacher Report, and that bitch-ass nigga called me a clown, and I called that bitch-ass nigga a clown back. But we going to keep it at that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so shout-out Coach K, man. I was watching his ass coaching in 2002 and 2012, by the way, <laughs> on those Olympic Games. Uh, yeah, getting it, dealing with dealing – with, Westbrook and Kobe, <laughs> uh, dealing with all types of niggas. Yeah, shit was weird. But uh, oh yeah, I told you how I felt about that whole about Zion thing, though, right? What? What? Nah, what's nah, up? Well, I, nah. Well, honestly, I, I think I took your take from the group text. But what did you say? Nah, honestly, I think nah. I mean, Zion, uh, he fucked up, man. Like honestly, he should he should he should have broke his old manager off from the gate. Like oh. You should have said, like, yo, listen, dog, this end of the road, but, yo, here we go, dog. <laughs> I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I like, I don't know. I feel like if I'm coming into that as a different agent, like, a, as a, I don't know, as an agency or anything like that, and if I really want to secure this con, this, con- this, this motherfucker that I think is going to make a lot of money, and I know what I can do with it, and I know for sure that, like, listen, dog, I would definitely go to their old manager and be like, yo, listen. Thank you for bringing us here. Listen, man, we're going to make sure that you're more than compensated when all this shit shakes out because we all have the chance to make a lot of money. So I either, you know, granted, it's not even really worth kind of putting them on the, but you, on the listen, ground floor. But listen, bro, as much as I 100% agree with you and what you said is so great, and I'm glad that you said it because I kind of glossed everything over and shit. But you assuming that everybody is doing good business and what you're doing, what you're saying right now, that what you described is good business. but in this whole situation, clearly it ain't good business. So I'm not assuming that it's one person's fault or the other person's fault because I'm coming outside looking in. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that to fix it, it's going to have to be good business. So, yeah, somebody going to have to get paid. But, yeah, it would have been great if the niggas would have just did yeah, it. Yeah, because well, well, that's the thing because you kind of have to operate in good business because of the way this shit moves and the way motherfuckers is moving. You know you're going to get caught up and pulled into some shit anyway. Unless, like, you know, unless you, you know you're Teflon enough to be like, all right, man, they can come at us, but, man, we good. You know what I mean? Listen, 
We got we like we, we got more, more money than they got. Anyway. I think that that was his family more than him anyway. Like his family manages a lot of his career, so it's not like this nigga was 17, 18 years old talking about all right, who gonna get me? You know what I'm saying who gonna get me this? Who gonna get me that? Like they yeah. knew who Holler at his his uh his step pop was a coach, so and his mom was a, a, a athlete, a, a college athlete. So you know what I'm yeah. saying. And I mean that makes sense. I mean that makes sense. And I obviously like there's the ins and outs of that, but the nigga grew up in Spartanburg, South Carolina, bro. Yeah. Went to college in Tobacco Road. Like this is a system. This nigga this is a whole factory. This nigga was born and bred inside of. So, so something went wrong. Something went wrong. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah. gonna assume that he was just trying to trip up trip up the system and fuck it all up. Cause he's a product of the system. And you know what I mean? So it's just something went wrong. I'm not yeah, gonna nah, no, like I said, like like you said, man, they didn't they didn't do good business before. So they didn't actually uh and it's just coming out now. I mean, granted, I think they they thought they can come in and just swoop in, but you gotta take care of motherfuckers, man. You expect yeah. motherfuckers to take care of you and keep your secrets, you know what I mean? You gotta take care of these motherfuckers, man. That's just all there's to it. Real shit. But yeah, that's so yeah, that's it's a it's all about good business, man. It's all about good business. If both people don't walk away happy as fuck, if one person walk away feeling fucked. Even if six months from now they feel fucked, man, that's not good business, man. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. my nah, bad. I, I, nah, that's cool. Nah, I got another shout out here. Go ahead. Uh, shouts out to uh, Stephen A. Smith, man. So, yeah. a few days ago, man, he lit fire into fucking Bryce Harper's ass. Uh, Bryce Harper be talking shit. He pulled himself. Okay. That nigga's supposed to bring some W's, so. Nice to actually have somebody on a national level. Because, <laughs> I mean, the salty thing is, Bryce, you know, Bryce Harper leaves the fucking nationals, signs with us. Best player on that team, we sign this nigga, and this nigga was supposed to bring people to us. Yeah, bro. I know. We talked about that shit last episode. And, and then this nigga fucking, and then this motherfucker, and then he leaves his team, and his team fucking wins the championship. So, we sign him for all the big bucks and shit like that, so. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. So, top talking shit, man. When the season starts back up, man, you get out there and you get some niggas some W's, man. Yo, we going to some games this season if they allow us to go to games and shit? I'm down. I'm all, all, I love baseball games. So. Hell yeah, bro. That's probably one of the best experiences I ever had, like, as far as, like, sporting outings and shit. Like, I've gone to a lot of different shit. I've gone to pen relays a number of times. But man, there's no, it's no fucking atmosphere like that baseball fucking atmosphere in that giant goddamn stadium with all the motherfucking people looking down like ants with them big ass twenty dollar beers. Goddamn, that shit's awesome. Um, let me give a shout out to Tom Veck. Nobody ever heard of that nigga. And uh, I also want to give a shout out to Mashanda. Yeah, I did it twice. I don't care. I want to give a shout out to Tom Vec because he is so unappreciated, but so influential. He's doing shit about 15 years ago that niggas is doing now. And I think that that's awesome. And Mashonda, I want to give a shout out to her because Swiss Beats left her to get with Alicia Keys. And she was fucking beautiful and gorgeous. So if I ever meet that bitch, I'll probably fuck around and marry her. So (laughs) shout out to her. her. Oh, man. Yo, shouts out to uh, Stefan Marbury. Uh, I was just watching his uh, huh? Starberry. You know he a god. Yeah. He a god in China. Yeah. Well, that's a good. That's what he goes. To, uh, I was watching a documentary. It's called uh, "The Kid from Coney Island" and shit. 
and they uh, they kind of talk about his life and everything like that, and pretty much everything that he's become, and then what he's doing now. So uh, it's crazy because like it's this big gap of like you know how he was like the man in the league, and then he kind of just like kind of just dipped off. But I, I think that was the whole situation with the Knicks. That shit getting just like way too toxic, and that shit definitely derailed his career. But that nigga went back to China and got it. So, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, the statue, then, motherfucker. And then, uh, you know, and, uh, and, you know, let it not be forgotten that this nigga actually made fucking affordable basketball sneaks. Yeah. <laughs> with selling these just for the low, low. The so, soup, bro. I think they was $25, bro. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Starberries was $25. Um, So, yeah, yeah, shout out to you if you went to school with some Starberries on because you still got clowns, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, so, yeah, anyway, my next shout out. Is going to be a. Uh, I just want to shout out um, the people who are in charge of the city, like the local government and shit, because I don't even know who they are for one, because I'm an irresponsible fucking asshole, but also because uh, they are going to war right now with, you know, federal government and trying to figure out what to do and how to approach these uh, these new situations that they run into every single day. And this is like real serious and shit. So like every day I'm trying to find time to pray for these people and help them. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what to do, but somehow help these motherfuckers figure out uh, like, you know, how to approach these situations and how not to get, end up getting arrested at the end of all of this shit on our behalfs. Uh, yeah. So shout out to them, our local leaders, our local oh, government. Man. Oh, man. Well, I would that. Nah, well, I would say that. I wasn't making just any controversial shit for you to say that, but oh, I was yeah, gonna say, man, shout out to the niggas that are fighting the local government. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, so this is a give and take. I mean, cause granted, man, everybody's trying here, man, but shout yeah. out to the niggas for fight, for fight, fighting for yourselves. You know what I mean? Albeit, you know, maybe somewhat conflicting with everything that's going on now. You know what I mean? Shit don't get better unless you fight for it. And uh, obviously, you know, it it, it, it forces compromise and it kind of forces us to rethink what we have going on right now. Uh, Reprioritize. Exactly. You know, uh, so granted, I, th I think but you have to fight because even 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 if everything was justified, either way, you got to fight just to, to let niggas know that they ain't sweet. You know what I mean? So. Yep. Straight up. Uh, so, I guess it just depends on what the test moves is that comes afterwards. But then again, I don't know. Niggas may not try to do some shit again like this again, or maybe I don't know. Niggas will try to really shut it, shut it down next time. But I don't know. But shout out to y'all niggas for fighting, man. So I mean, I necessarily agree with all y'all, but you know, do what you got to do, man. Got to do what you got to do. Exactly. So. If you fighting, if you fighting, and you see purpose in that, then that's what's up. Um. You you heard about this nigga Blake Snell? Nah. All right, shout out Blake Snell. He's a baseball player. Uh, he basically said they had an interview with this nigga, and he was saying like, if you have, they were saying if you have to play a half a season, like, you cool with that? Like, you know, because you'll get half of the money or whatever. And he was like, Nah, fuck that. I want all my money. Like, it was crazy. He was kicking it. You heard the music in the background. Then you heard <laughs> everybody stop, and you heard the music cut off. And he was like, no. Nah. See, no, nah, I want all my money. 
Because, see, a lot of people think that, like, oh, just because I'm playing a half a season, oh, I should get half of the money that I signed for. No, I want every dollar I signed for. Because at the end of the day, like, you think it's okay that I'm going to get half of what I'm supposed to get minus 30% for all of the fees and everything that I got to pay people for negotiating, (laughs) minus taxes and all of that stuff. And then I'm still out here like, nah, uh uh-uh. This is my life. I'm putting my (laughs) life on the line for this. Exactly. Shout out that nigga (laughs) for having balls to say what he felt, whether he's wrong or not. Shout out to him for having the balls to say it. Nah, you got to negotiate, man. You got to negotiate and advocate for yourself. So even 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 when it's inconvenient, but I, I feel that too, you know what I mean? Because hey man, listen, y'all niggas put me on for this contract, man. Y'all, y'all gotta fulfill it, man. So and at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> are, are the owners gonna take a pay cut or some shit like that? You know what I mean? Are they gonna, you know? Yeah, you they know, don't audition so for the salary caps. And at the end of the day, if I ain't here, y'all ain't making no money anyway. So you know what I mean? So that's that's just what it is. But, uh, you know, well, I guess I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't have any other shout outs. I mean, I, I, can, I can shout out the listenership again. You know, I mean, you guys, thank you once again uh, for rocking with us. I guess it's a minor announcement. Uh, nah, I'll make it a surprise. Or those things, those things are better. So, uh, shout out Fetty Wap and his kids, however many they is. That's about it. <laughs> oh man, shit, man. Wet, wet. Fetty should, man. Wetty should fat, man. All these damn kids, dog. But um, Fetty should have fat. <laughs> nah, I remember one time I was going on looking, looking at, looking for one of his songs, <laughs> and I accidentally put Wetty fat. <laughs> and it's a nigga on Twitter going under that name. So, oh shit. Hey, you got to. That's a good name. Wetty fat. Wetty fat. Yeah, the, the fappening. It is happening. Well, yeah, well, there'll probably be another one soon. So, another was crazy. So, but what? What was crazy? Not uh, happening. I don't even know what I'm referring to. I just mentioned it. I don't even All right. Know. So, happening happened like sometime I think around 2012, 2013, and pretty much any movie celeb, singer, any 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 hot chick in media. They found a way to fucking crack all their iClouds and they got all the new pictures and videos and shit like that. So, ah, that's dope. Yeah, but it ain't what it is though. No, nah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Y'all bitches got news. We want them. That's it. Point blank. Period. Yeah. Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence. That's all I gotta tell you, man. Oh, for take real? Me later. Take, take yeah. me later. I got take you. Later. I got you. I might take so. now. <laughs> but on that note guys we're out of here <laughs> thank you have a uh, great day great evening great you know what I mean <laughs> uh, wait 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 let me get back to this uh, oh shit wait let me get back to this uh, podcast real quick <laughs> well, anyway. thank you guys uh, yeah, it's been you. real y'all niggas I mean y'all ain't did shit for us quite yet I still gotta figure out something to have y'all niggas do for us to prove you uh, nah, man. Listen, man. Share with your friends, man. Do us a favor, man. Share the shit with like three friends, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Find people who give a fuck about this. Um. All right. Be good, y'all. Peace. All right. Peace.